and we are back. It is week three of MVC Gridiron Weekly presented by Davila and DeFusco Insurance. Tim Wood, we got the crew back together. We got the crew. It's 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 Hector. It's it's Bill. It's Tim. Hector. Hector's got the. Hector with the rolls last week. Admit it. I I know numbers shut up. Thankfully without me, but um, you guys definitely had Hector with the rolls. I saw you texting during, I'm like, he's at, he's at Gillette, he's, he's texting about MVC Gridiron Weekly, it's, I'm, I, I, and, and you came back, you came back with the haircut, you came back with, with the yearly haircut. Yeah, they wouldn't allow me in the Foxborough press box with the mop I was sporting, so, um, twice a year we shave the whole thing off and go from there, I'm that cheap, so, that's all, we cut it, we mowed it, I disappointed the guy, he wanted to do all kinds of styling, <laughs> 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 Just mold the thing with a number two, and let's get it to work. So, I am so back. Hector, Hector, you were in fact at the Patriots. It wasn't Fox for a pop owner. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you want to give a shout out to the barber? I think I said the only cookie eating record to, to prove it, though. So they put a black up in the press box for me. Nice. Nice, congrats on that. All right, so uh, obviously another, you know, the, the, the MVC doesn't disappoint. We just we had another big week of, of football, some great matchups, uh, you know, some teams staying undefeated with with uh, with Methuen with a with a great comeback victory against Lowell. Uh, Central Catholic pulls out the win against uh, against North Andover. Uh, Bill Rickett gets back on on the winning front. Andover has another big week. Uh, what's your What's your first thoughts as you kind of scan through scan through the action this week, Hector? You know, it, this this sprint to seven games has created a, a little bit of a weekly desperation for teams. You know, looking to, to pile up wins. I know there were complaints early about the seven games, you know, sprint before the playoffs. Uh, this has been one of the positives. Every game seems to, every week, teams have a little bit of desperation and a purpose, so it's made for better football, I think. Bill? That's a, that's a, good, no, that's a great point. I, I, it's almost a little playoff. Like, almost, this is the this is the game that's going to get you into the playoffs. Hector, I think that's a great point. Yeah, just just seems to be that way. Um, and teams... You know, when Central Catholic is, is playing Springfield Central, St. John's, North Andover for their three non-divisional games, they're not wasting any time. They're playing real teams. They're, this is not, let's find a, a cupcake and beat the, beat the daylights out on them. They're playing real games. A lot of teams are taking that, uh, you know, that approach now. And I think it, it makes for good football early in the year. Bill, you, you were out at Methuen Lowell yesterday and, and just, uh, you know, a, a, a big comeback for the Rangers. Um, what was the, what was the atmosphere out there like? I, I think Lowell did what, what they set out to do. I don't, I don't care who who's picking who. Lowell shows up each week, and, and they're a tough matchup. They've got a bunch of athletes. they got some big kids in the front line, you know, talking to their coach. I know they're young. But boy, they can play, and it was a it was a defensive it was a defensive game, and it was it, they had a, a nice run. Uh, Brendan Ty, uh, I spoke to him after the game, real real briefly. Um, he he is a big time player. He made some catches yesterday that just stood out. Were were not not your typical high school, you know, diving uh, thirty five yards out, catching in traffic. 
break, you know, making the catch, playing both sides of the ball. I, I think at the end of the game, um, I'm not calling Lolo for not being conditioned, but with the heat and, and uh, multiple kids going both ways towards the end of the game, if you watch some of the clips, there was a lot of kids in Lowell holding their knees, and I think that that definitely, you know, that definitely paid off for Methuen because that last that last quarter, they were able to drive down a couple of times and score and. You know, I know we've talked about Anthony Romano, but that is a kid you're going to continue to hear from. Junior, he is a legit player. Made a, a fourth in, I think it was 13 or 10, I don't remember. Uh, huge catch. Had a touchdown in the first quarter to tie it up. Plays, you know, both ways and is just an absolute, absolute stud. I'm loving this. I'm loving the defensive kind, the 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 focus on defense. I mean, you got two guys, and and again, you got plenty of guys, but there's two guys that are really standing out with with Romano and Slayton so far from 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 Andover. We're gonna ha- we had Slayton on last week. We're gonna have Josh Ramos on on a little later from from uh, from Andover. Um, I, I got feeling he's gonna he's gonna talk up his boy there, but. Uh, Hector, it's it's fun it's fun to be talking a little bit more defense, right? Well, it's interesting. Um, I, I tried to figure out what the Rangers were doing defensively and how they were uh, playing. Um, they're giving up 14 points in each of their first three games, but even I know that that's 14 points a game they're averaging. Um, that's good math right there. Yes, I, I, that one I got right. Um, you know, look. Maybe teams have caught up a little bit here with the, the wide open nature and how, how the defenders. You see a little bit more. Um, they play defense, is getting receivers, receivers' faces a little bit more. And, I, and, I, and honestly, and I, Bill, I haven't see, seen Methuen yet, and I'm not sure of their scheme, but you see a lot more kids just playing real football, man-to-man type football now. I think coaches have realized they have to do that, that kind of thing a little bit more, and they're getting rewarded for trusting their kids. Kids are making plays defensively. Kids are standing up. Yeah, you can beat once in a while, but uh, I think coaches are trusting the kids a little bit more. Hector, I, I, I swear, if you go to some of these other games, these fans are killing the coaches for doing exactly what you have said, and I, I don't open my mouth because they have to do that. And there's a name uh, this week for the Methuen Lowell. Uh, game Ben Cadet. Ben's been a two-year starter. The kid has been groomed by that coaching staff to be a legit corner. He had, you know, I don't remember anyone from Alden Catholic, but Alward and now Brandon Ty. Brandon had a great game, but Ben Cadet at corner for Methuen has been tremendous. Had a great, you know, diving tackle, knock the ball. Don't give um, it all away, Bill. We're gonna talk Methuen. We're gonna talk, talk Methuen a little later. But I tell you, you're spot on as far as these coaches teaching these kids, and they're legit on an island all of their own against some legit receivers. So Ben's somebody that you're going to continue as you know central when he's going against you know going against Denario or these other guys. He's going to get legit receivers and he's holding his own. But you're you're spot on about the defenses and what these coaches are doing and how much they're trusting the defensive backs. It's good to hear. It's good to hear that. T- Ties back in terms of in terms of just just the explosiveness, you know, the the injury, he, a little little bit coming back, but it's it's good to hear from you just seeing it in person that that he's back, uh, and and that was both sides of the ball too. He was playing uh, in the defensive backfield yesterday as well, and coming up with some huge hits and huge stops. So he was he's he's back. Definitely needs to get his wind a little bit. I think he was he was tied towards the end of the game, but. 
You know, Lowell is Lowell is going to be in it each and every week. What do you, Hector? What do you make in turn? Like, where does North Andover fit into this? And and because, you know, I've seen I've seen Andover play. I, I am so impressed with them thus far, you know, and, and they've just they got so many weapons. I mean, where does North Andover fit into this mix right now? You know, that's a great question, Tim, simply because I'm not sure if, if we uh, really, like, look, you could have come to me in early on the North Andover's back in the pack, um, or back below the pack. There's no way that the loss of Gabe, Jake, and Darren Watson weren't going to send them back spiraling into the pack. And, you know, they, so far early, it's tough to it's tough to argue or complain about the way they've played, you know, pushing a Central Catholic to the wire this week and, uh, you know, picking up the big win in week two. I just think that, you know, maybe they needed a couple of weeks to get under their belt and, and now they're ready to go. I mean, they played Central tough on they Saturday. Did. They just... You know, a one-score game. Um, so you just wonder, maybe, the, okay, so maybe as the league approaches, are they better than we thought? You know, at least I, I know they're better than I thought. I was probably one of the guys who was a little bit slower. But, uh, well, no. and you know, we needed to see what Schimler, Schimler was going to look like in terms of quarterback, and he—he's the—I mean, he's putting up yeoman numbers. It's not phenomenal, but um, he's putting up—he's putting up decent, decent numbers so far. And you know, Fre- Freddie Gabin's been there, um, so. And and they've got a big game next week against Tewksbury, and we'll talk we'll talk more about that later. But I mean, Tewksbury had a nice a nice comeback in terms of against BC High th- this week. Is that too straight for them against BC High now? Is yeah, that, it is. It yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, another team. You said you, you lost, lost your quarterback, quarterback. You lost, you lost some, players some players from a team that went, went to Foxborough last, last year. You know, where were they going, going to be? be? Um. Obviously, Obviously, Shane Edwards is a horse, horse and, and as, as, as good as it gets in this league. league. And, and uh, you, know, you know, maybe he's just guys around and playing catch up, up but, you know, you know he, he, he makes, makes them a legitimate force every time they play them. them. You, you saw, saw them, them uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, no, no. And you know what? Talking about Tuxbury and North Andover, their coaching staff are stacked. Look at North Andover. They've got like three former head coaches. And, and, and I, I think, think they have the players. players. I, think I think right now, now I, from what, what I read in Central, it was like a, a bad punt, punt interception for pick six. six. You know, you know I, I think it's these little mistakes, mistakes that we're talking about that, that early in the season can win or lose you a game. game. But, but these coaches, coaches aren't going to stop coaching and doing their thing and get these kids ready to go. And I think that's where that seven-game race to the playoffs makes it so much harder because you can't really afford to have a two-week, you know, a struggle because... It, 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 it really, really does impact, impact your, your, your future. future. But, but I think both these teams are legit. I, mean, I don't want to mean the, the, the league race here. Uh, no, 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 no. Because we, we talk, talk about playoffs. playoffs and you know how important it is for these guys to win league, league titles. Sure. Still is. That's, that's part, part of the beauty of this league. Is, is the league definitely matters. It's not all about winning North. The playoffs. So, you know, North Carolina was there for four games coming up with and so you know that's like where their coaching staff is focused on. Let's let's get after these four games. They're going to make playoffs. It's about where the seating is going to be. But so you know you got to figure that those first the first three games, well, 
probing and testing are all set up to, up to be, be okay, okay. Now, now we're going to get after to be on Saturday. Saturday. And and am, am I am I uh, trying to make something that's not here or do even the second tier, even the below tier in terms of maybe not in 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 the race? I still I feel like uh, you know Lowell Lawrence. Uh, Bill Ricca, even Chelmsford, Drake it, obviously. I, I feel like, like you know, Chelmsford, Lawrence, Lowell, any one of those teams. I, I feel like all, all of those, all of those programs are elevating. So there, there's no, there's no gimme on this schedule like there maybe has been in years past. No, you're no, right. right. I mean, this is the Drake and Chomsky score. It was 14, 12 over half yep. in, in, in the past, and, and not to, to diminish Chomsky, but, but they just, just haven't, haven't really been in any games. games. And, and now and what's happening is they're, they're coming, they're ready, ready to fight, fight and, 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 and they, they had a rough, rough same thing, thing, a rough second, second half, half some, some turnovers, and, and, and you know, Drake and Chomsky are pulling away, but, you know, Lawrence putting up 28 against Andover. I really want to get Carmine on from uh, Car- Carmine on to talk about to talk about Drake it to talk about to talk about uh, Lowell a little bit more. He sees you know he's from Lowell's son. Um, he is he he is. Uh, where do we put him on the Hector Longo scale, Hector? I mean, you know, like is he is is he as much of a legend as you or or. <laughs> I'm, I'm a legend, legend in my own mind. <laughs> he's that uh, now. Look, look I, I, I don't go legend ass with, with any of us, but I go better with that ass. He knows his stuff. Oh, yeah. The guy who knows everything and anything that was to know about those, those uh, five area little small area schools in the Merrimack Valley. He's been through the Merrimack Valley Wars. So, yeah, he'd be great to talk to him about Drake because, again, you, you guys, guys know what Drake is. It's all little island over there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and uh, so, like, again, yeah, when they make noise, it's, it's, it's terrific to see. There were a lot yeah. of questions there. You know, new coach. Uh, I mean, and, and they really, I mean, they're impressive so far. It's not just, they're not just winning. They're, do- they're dominating. Yeah, yeah no, no, it's, uh, again, again they're, they're not, they're, they're not a team all of a sudden. I don't, I don't think anybody... anybody did anybody think that coming in? You know, you wonder. I don't think they did. And so, like, uh, you know, I heard the conversation with their coach, and, and uh, it's it's Jordan, right? This is yep, yep. Jordan, uh, uh, and he seems to have that in town, we're here mentality. I've been here, done this, and it means so much to me. Mentality, which is kind of a first step in, in a place like that, and. The attitude, the attitude is great, so it's terrific. You know, this is a, uh, it's really good to see, you know. Uh, when, when when the break is good, then the league is better. Yeah, absolutely. I've always said that before and probably repeated it a hundred times. But it's just a fact, you know. Absolutely. It legitimizes the league. As, As what we, we all know, it is a really tough league. We can only And we will have Kyle Silva, uh, the the um, surprise here, one of the surprise heroes for 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 Drake. It. Um, we'll have him on the show a little later to talk talk about uh, talk about the middies. Let let's uh, let's give you a little a, a little lineup in terms of what we got for you. We had a, we got a lot of clips. We've got we've got uh, interviews from from uh, Methuen uh, from the Methuen win. We've got we you know we we focused on coaches last week. 
week. Uh, we've, this week we're all players. We I mentioned Silva. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna have BB uh, Josh Ramos from from Andover on another huge week and an, another appearance on the the MVC MVP uh, poll this week. Um, vote there on 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 Twitter. Uh, the poll 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 is up now and and uh, I tell you what, this is the so. This is why I want to make this uh, where 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 the fan vote is twenty five percent, and then each one of our votes counts because I, Josh Ramos isn't getting enough fan love so far. I mean, he he was like five percent last week, he's six percent this week so far. So um, I don't know. I, I'm 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 gonna I might be going against the uh, against the audience this week, but. Um, so we got we got Ramos on. We got Mark Cassis coming from from Central Central Catholic. So uh, we'll uh, we'll take a quick break here. Uh, we'll reset. We'll come back. We'll talk Math- we'll talk Methuen Lowell a little bit more in depth. We'll talk uh, Central Catholic North Andover a little bit more in depth, and we'll punch up. We'll get uh, Mark Cassis on the line. We'll do that right after the break here on MVC we uh, MVC Grammar Weekly presented by Davila and Defusco Insurance. All right, I want to tell you about uh, Davila and Fusco Insurance, our uh, presenting sponsor here on MVC Gridiron Weekly. It's a dream to own your own business, and Val and Susan Davila have made that a reality since February 2013. They started with just two insurance carriers, but now right in place insurance for Progressive, Safeco, Pilgrim, Plymouth Rock, and Mapfray, just to name a few. You need auto insurance, renters, commercial, or home insurance? Davila and Fusco prides itself in having lifelong roots in the Merrimack Valley. Put their experience to work for you. Visit them in person at 225 Broadway in Methuen or call 978-241-7950 for a free quote and visit them anytime at davilandefusco.com. Hey, I want to tell you about Jen Hamilton, the realtor for Keller Williams Realty. She's licensed in Massachusetts and New Hampshire, and she's a big supporter of all things local, especially youth sports. She's a big backer for Central Catholic and Methuen Athletics, but she's a household name around the Merrimack Valley. Hey, the, the autumn market is in full swing. If you are thinking of selling, now is the time. Inventory is an all-time low, making this a seller's market. In a seller's market, there's a greater chance for a bidding war on your home. So put Jen Hamilton's 33-plus years of experience to work for you today by calling for a free, no-obligation market analysis of your home. Call Jen at 508-954-7941. A huge supporter of youth athletics. Listen... She, her record speaks for itself. She's one of the top sellers in the region for, for Keller Williams Realty. Hamilton is a house-sold word. Call her at 508-954-7941. Big shout-out to the folks at AFC Urgent Care, Lisa Williams and her team over there. AFC Urgent Care, the right care right now. You'll never need an appointment. Got that persistent cough and cold, that cut that needs a few stitching, or need a sports physical and don't want to wait weeks to get into your primary doctor? AFC's streamlined approach helps you be seen quickly and feel better fast. In Methuen, in the Merrimack Street Medical Professionals Building, 380R Merrimack Street, in North Andover as well, in the Burton Grill Plaza, 
8 to 8 Monday to Friday, 8 to 5 Saturday and Sunday. Go to afcurgentcare.com for more details. Tim Wood, Bill Bryant, Hector Longo, and you back on here on MVC Gridiron Weekly, presented by Davila and Defusco Insurance. All right, guys. So, uh, first game, first game we're talking about this week: uh, Methuen, uh, Methuen and Lowell. Now, I mean, you know, I, I remember the back-to-back games at the end of la- at the end of the season a couple of years ago, Bill. So you know, Lowell coming in into Methuen is always going to play it tough, and and this was no different. No, Tim, it wasn't at all. Um, every facet of the game, there was there was suspense in the kicking game. Defensively, both teams really stepped up, <clears throat> and then each <clears throat> each side had a had a nice offensive run. And you know, um, Coleman and Bryant and and Bergeron stepped up. Um, Najai Neal and and um, and Brendan Ty and a couple other kids for Lowell, you know, had their had had their brief moments of of just strong offensive play, but it was definitely a defensive battle all game. Anthony Romano, uh, an amazing fourth down catch to keep the the winning drive alive. Also had a fumble recovery touchdown. Uh, ben Cadet, you mentioned him earlier. Bill TD saving tack. I mean, that's. Got to be an early candidate for MVC Hustle Play of the Year. I mean that that that. I mean, tell us about that play alone, where he where he sa- he 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 saves the touchdown, strips the football, and that ends up to be a Rangers touchback. So as a as a you know a former uh, high level Pop Warner coach Tim in in football, he wasn't even really part of the play as a defensive coach to see the angle he took. He wasn't trying to tackle him at the point of 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 uh, initial impact he was racing down the field to beat him before he scored dove out whacked the ball out of his hand and then it was four or five guys trying to jump on it and it finally went out of the back of the end zone which led to a touchback um i I don't think people realized i think they all thought it was a td for lowell even the announcer it got real confusing but you know ben ben definitely uh definitely saved that game with that play so I'm punching up the, uh, the the Romano fumble recovery here for the touchdown. So there's there's one play on on, on Romano, um, big play there. Now now we're looking at this the the fourth down catch, Bill. Tell us about how that fourth down came 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 about here. No, the the linebackers and the DBs for Lowell it was really coming up strong and and stopping the run. The outside was where Methuen started to get their drive going, and the defense came up came up well. Methuen was hampered kind of all day with little five yard penalties here. Um, a fourth and long came up. Coaches called the right play. Romano got himself open. There was a little thing in there about the, a bad pass. I'm going to disagree with that. You can see by the I'm video. watching. The, I'm watching it. It was saying in the Eagle Tribune that it was kind of thrown behind. He had to. Make, I mean, that that was a pretty good pass. You got to show up to the game to make a comment about whether the pass was bad or not. Now there was about <laughs> ten passes during the game that were well overthrown. That I'm not taking away. He had a, a, a rough day throwing the ball on this play. He put it up over the DB. Romano jumped up, grabbed it, first down, and and Methuen's life. Uh, as far as that team came back and and uh, obviously marched down the field and and you know and, and and did their thing. Coleman again, though, just that kid is all over the field. Now, I know. Before we, we let talk- you go on this play, Hector, how do you rate that in terms of in terms of protective dad versus honest analysis? 
I've learned to know over the years that the newspaper guy is always right in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The parent is always wrong. The newspaper guy is always right, Bill. So uh, Watch the play. I have to ask, okay? We're only three weeks in, Bill. <laughs> three wins. Um, but one of them is over Tewksbury. And, you know, another one yesterday. Do you start to feel that this is the year kind of thing with Mathieu and the momentum gathering? You're, you're close enough to know. Is it the something special in there? Is that, uh, are we looking at that? Uh I don't know. That's a tough question to ask. I mean, Andover is going to be no joke, and and we heard Central. I mean, to lose to lose Mercurio and Hebert and and Tim. I appreciate what you said earlier about you know next guy up. They have that depth. Methuen's got a couple of kids injured, and and that does take a team, you know, uh, like a Methuen that doesn't have that strong depth. But it has been fun. Three and zero was much better than you know one and two or or two and one. Uh, but they've got a, a good core group of kids that have been playing together for a lot of years. And um, Haverhill's going to be, you know, they're struggling, but they're going to be no joke. But the Andover Central games, I, I think, Hector, at that point, depending on how those 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 games are decided, I think then you could start to say, okay, wow, they are they are putting up putting something together that's special. All right, so we've got the the game winning touchdown run here, Bill. Tell tell us just about, you know, I mean. Touchdowns weren't coming easy for the Rangers against this team. Tell us how that how that play sh- shaped up. Uh, a couple of things. I mean, obviously, you know, you, you need to make the right play call. But if you notice the the blocking on the on the wide receivers to to make that alleyway is huge. And that's one of the things, Hector, you're talking about. Do the little things. There's kids blocking downfield to Methuen. I think in the past they were giving up on plays and not having the the ability to, to, to that next level higher thinking. And you're going to see in this play that, that a couple of kids made some great blocks and then, you know, the quarterback almost got tackled and, and kept his feet and kept going, which which is huge. But I think the thing that's impressing me is, is all these kids, the way they're blocking. That whole line is brand new. And that's why I have a hard time saying – you know, state playoffs and things like that when you have five guys on the line that are brand new. But their on-the-job training has been huge. All right, we got Leslie Theodore, uh, post-game interview. Uh, big O lineman f- for the Rangers here. All right, we're here with Leslie Theodore. Leslie, talk to us about that win. It was crazy. Um, we're down on the half. Our defense kept pushing. Anthony Romano, Junior Gellin, Michael Palmer. We kept pushing. We know at some point in the game, we get our flow back. Just like last year, we had plenty of tremendous quarter comebacks. And we'll that today. Nice. Obviously, offensive line, right? Uh, Lowell's big. They're strong. They're fast. Talk to us about uh, how nice of a job the offensive line did today. Well, I just want to give credit to Lowell. They played a great game. They played hard. And uh, it took us uh, to have time to talk some things out and uh, we came out here, Junior Gellin, Sam Calivas, Jordan Duran, Chris Lorenza, no more penalties. We came out and we did our thing, marched down the field twice to seal the game. Proud nice. of awesome. What's next for you guys? Next week? Next week? Uh, at Haverhill. At Haverhill. Right, so what, what's Coach Ryan's, what, what's he going to be, what's he going to be preaching this week? He's going to preach the same thing he preached last week. Dangers of complacency, being comfortable where you are. We're not comfortable, obviously. We could have put numbers on the board, but we did it. We have a lot of things to fix up and come out here and put on the show. Awesome, great job. All right, we're here with Coach Tom Ryan. Tom, last night you said this would be just a battle of two tough MVC teams. You wanna talk about what the difference was for us today? 
I, I, in the fourth quarter, we took, finally took control of the line of scrimmage. Um, that was um, in doubt most of the game, but we, we did what we had to do. And, and now ultimately at the very end of the game, we, we could grind it. But, you know, hats off to Lowell. Uh, what a well-coached game. You know, we, we know we came out of there fortunate with the win. Very fortunate. So um, hats off to Lowell. Talk about some of the guys that stood out for you today in this, this come from behind win. Uh, obviously, Anthony Romano continues to do some great things, but he'll tell you he made some mistakes. Um, and honestly, that the story has to be the the line at you know our offensive line at the end in the fourth quarter, our last two drives, made a statement uh, that they were not going to let us lose, and that that's ultimately won us the game. You know, Connor didn't have his best game, uh, but he came up big at the end when we needed him. Um, you know, so that that's really the story of the game, and we're gonna have to fix a lot of things. Um, there's, there's there's a lot of film to watch and see where we can get better. And I know we got Haverhill next, and they they've been uh, a, a big challenge for us in the last five, six, seven years. Um, you know, we, we've taken some beatings from them, so we need to. You know, in the last two years, we've had some epic games against them, so we need to um, we need to buckle up and, and regroup and and um, play better. Nice. Tom, it seems like we have a lot of these close games the last few years. What, what's the difference um, with the, with this team? What have you done to really just? It seems like every every close game, you know, we seem to get you know finish on top. What do you, what do you preach to these guys? What, what is it that kind of you feel gets us over the hump? I, I don't know. We we say a lot of things. We have a theme of the week, and um, but a lot of our themes we talk about definitely like win the next thing you can win and. Um, you see with our guys, it's 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 a bad play happens. Well, the next play is an opportunity to succeed, and they don't try to hang their heads. And, and, and that's a big mantra we have. You know, we have uh, you know there, there's a missed tackle by a defensive back. He gets up, runs down the sideline, punches the ball out, and becomes a touchback. So instead of a horrifically lo you know loss for us, to an unbelievable positive, and our offense gets the ball and. Uh, that was Ben Cadet, so he, he's that, that was an impressive play that happened two years ago to a very similar uh, West Carrera did it two years ago very similar makes a mistake but doesn't give up punches the ball out good things happen so hats off to, to Benny and um, the rest of our guys for not quitting and they came out on top awesome great job so it's interesting comment from from Ryan there I remember that West Korea play Bill yep just uh, just all-out effort Gutty. All right, so that's that's the story in terms of Methuen, uh, Central Catholic, North Andover, Aiden Pereira, seven for fourteen, hundred and forty-seven passing yards, touchdown pass, sixty-four rushing yards, three TD runs. We mentioned Nick Nanadio, four catches, 104 yards, 73-yard uh, touchdown reception. Freddie Gaben from North Andover, 22 carries, 92 yards, and a touchdown run. Mark Cassis, 15 carries, 97 yards, and a touchdown run. And uh, Will Schimler, uh, 131, yard pass, uh, 131 passing yards for North Andover. Um, any final thoughts just in terms of, of that matchup, guys? On that game, look, I I can't say more more enough, Tim, about how impressed I am with North, North Andover's recovery here, uh, rebounding. <clears throat> excuse me from last year's losses. Uh, you know that that bodes well for things in on that side of the uh, of the competition in in the uh, West plus North Andover division. I I think it's uh, a great thing that that team has rebounded. Who mentioned that their staff? Uh, uh, Bill, you mentioned their coaching yep. staff. 
that definitely means a lot here. It just does. You can see it with that team. We've got on the line with us uh, Mark Cassis. We mentioned 15 carries, 97 yards, and a touchdown. Let's talk to him now. And on the line with us, uh, really uh, pleased and, and thankful to have on the line with us uh, Mark, Mark Cassis from, from Central Catholic. Mark, uh, Tim Wood, Bill Bryant, Hector Longo here on MVC Gridiron Weekly. Really appreciate you getting back on the line with us. You, you know, we had some had some issues week one. We wanted we wanted to get you back on so people could actually hear you. <laughs> I know. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Absolutely. So, um, a, a big win for you guys. Uh, you, you guys yesterday um, over North Andover. Um, What's uh, what's the first thing that you want to get out there in terms in terms of uh, the game and, and and your thoughts there? Um, you know, we had a lot of people step up yesterday. We had two two serious injuries and JJ McCurry and Nate Hebert. So, I mean, those are two. I mean, as big as as big as a loss as you can get. I mean, those are two players who really stepped up for us big this year. But um, you know, you hate to see them go down, but we had. We had some players step up yesterday. Michael Finneran and um, Nick Palmer stepped up in their positions, and um, they did a good job helping the defense and picking us up when we needed them. In terms of uh, just the uh, the flow of the game, there, Mark, um, what uh, wh- what stuck out stuck out to you in terms of in terms of where you guys truly um, started to deliver that that win. Um, you know, I thought the offensive line did a really good job of opening up the run game early on in the game. Um, we knew North Andover was going to be a good game. It was going to be a dogfight from the start. Um, but yeah, the offensive line really gave us a chance to, to move the ball efficiently, and they were really the reason why we put up the points that we did. And um, on defense, um, I thought we played we played better, but of course there's always there's always room for improvement. Um, we gotta do a better job of, um, you know, not let not letting up big like big plays and, um, you know, when they scored with like a couple minutes left in the fourth quarter, we gotta do a better job of, you know, staying staying disciplined and just not letting up those those big plays to the end. Hey, hey, Mark, this is Bill Bryan. Just wanted to check in uh, as a as a former very old old quarterback. Talk a little bit about some of those linemen and, 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 you know, how difficult it is to, you know, live in the trenches day after day and, and not get your name recognized. So give, give a shout-out to some of those guys that, that you uh, were talking about earlier. Nick Mueller, center, you know, Uwe, right guard, Michael Sater, right tackle, guard, George Cosme, and um, left tackle, Jack Sullivan. They don't, get, they don't get their name in the paper. They don't really show up in the box score, but they're, they're the reason why – you know, they're like the anchor of our team, to be honest. They're the reason why we can move the ball. I mean, they don't, like I said, they don't get credit, but they really do deserve all the credit. And, um, you know, they, day after day, I mean, they are in the trenches every day, every practice, just working hard, helping other people in any way they can. So they really deserve all the credit. So, Mark, reading some of the reports yesterday after the game, Coach A was very emotional about a yeah. couple of injuries to you guys. 
Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's an emotional guy, but you could feel but it in his, in his, in what, what he had to say about about the two guys you lost. Um, how tough was that on the team? Um, I guess some of those are as big as a, as a, as a loss as you can get. JJ uh, was really, he was putting together a really good season so far, and to see all the work that he put in, like in the off season, just uh. You know, he was one of the hardest working kids we had. He's a great leader too, so to see him go down is really, really tough and very emotional. So I can, I definitely see where Coach A is coming from. You know, I had the same kind of feel after the game. Like I was happy that we won, but I also knew at the end, like those are two, like very important key factors in our in our team. But I'm happy that um, Nate Nate's gonna be all right. He said I was talking to him yesterday. He's gonna be all right. But JJ, I'm pretty sure, yeah, he's gonna be out for the year, which is very sad to hear. But I mean, I hope he heals up quick. You guys got a lot of a lot of guys to, to do. Uh, next guy up for sure on on this team, yeah. and and uh, tell us just a little bit in, ter- in terms of uh, Nick Donatio yesterday. It's a huge oh, yeah. huge game for you guys. Yeah, he. Picked us up when we needed him. You know, he had that that long touchdown off the. I believe it was a bubble, like seventy three yards, I think, something like that. Correct. Um, <laughs> he, he he picked us up when we needed him, and um, you know, he's he's a great leader. He's all over the field, and um, you know, he's he's pretty much as as good as they get as a teammate and as a player. So he he really picked us up when we needed him. On the line with us, Mark Cassis, uh, running back from uh, Central Catholic Raiders, a, a 33-26 win over North Andover this week. Uh, Mark, 15 carries, 97 yards, and a touchdown. Hector, I cut you off there with with follow up. You what you want to hit? It? Yeah, just just going to ask you, Mark. You kind of your three um, non-divisional games are done here, and you're at the heart uh, or the start of the divisional season in the conference. Um, how far up are you guys for that and this little run of, uh, you know, end alone through the next three? Yep. Um, I mean, we're going to continue to prepare the same way, you know. Um, the Merrimack Valley is a very competitive conference. You know, there's no easy week, to be honest. Um, you got to treat every game the same way with the same mentality of not, I mean, so preparing for every team the same way, which is through hard work and great preparation. So treat every week of practice the same with good intensity and um, good focus and we're just going to go into every game with the mindset of you know just trying to dominate every game Bill I cut you off what do you got no I, I just wanted to check in Mark about, about North Andover obviously that was a, a tough game last year and it's always nice to come back the following year but talk a little bit about North Andover and, and just talk about the game obviously it was it was physical you know, you're talking 33-26, so um, what were some of the keys for, for North Andover to stay with, you know, with you guys? Yeah, um, North Andover, they have really good really good running backs. You know, they're very shifty, put the holes hard. Um, they run they run under center. We knew it was going to be a, a very physical game, so, you know, the D-lineman stepped up big yesterday. Brennan Society actually had a really good game on the D-line, so shout out to him. And, um... Same with Jermaine Wiggins. He did a good job on the D-line, too. Um, but, you know, they – we knew it was going to be a physical game, so we just had to um, – we had to play tough, play physical. And um, we knew that if we if 
we made the right reads and just followed our keys, we were going to be all right. You mentioned you mentioned Jermaine. I mean, what's it, what's it like having having um, the you know the, the Wiggy mania around the program with his dad and and obviously uh, from what I've seen, he's got somewhat similar personalities as his dad. T- tell us a little bit about about uh, just just the, the the Wiggins family. Yeah, I love having Jermaine around. He's a funny kid. Uh, he's a great teammate too, and I also see. His little brother, he's a freshman. I see him floating around the school. He's a, he's a funny kid too. I, I love being around him. They're two great kids, and I see his dad walking around sometimes, and I'm like, wow, that's Jermaine Wiggins. That's like, that's really cool. I mean, it's cool. It's really nice having them around. They're great kids. What's the scouting report on 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 the young in there? Is he uh, f- football ready, or is he, is he uh, other sports? Uh, he's playing football. Nice. I've, I've really seen him play, but. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure he's good. It's 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 in the blood for sure. It's in the blood, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, tell us a little bit about your quarterback here, Aiden uh, oh, yeah. Pereira. I mean, you, you know, another 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 position where you guys, you know, folks think, all right, you, you you're reloading there, but I mean, this kid's just been phenomenal for you guys. He is. As a sophomore, you know, he's he's really uh, rose as a great leader for us, which is. Very important as a young as a young player on the varsity level, um, he's really done a good job commanding the offense and you know taking control play by play. You know everyone on the team has the utmost confidence in him and all that he's capable of. So we're just going to continue to to keep riding with him, and we know that he's going to do great things for us. Hector, what do you, what do you got? You know, Tim, uh, I'm pretty good with Mark. He's had a big year already. I, I just wonder right now um, if Central has an idea. Maybe Mark, you can tell us how good you think you guys are. I, I think maybe expectations might have been lower for this group before the year started, and then you come out and you kick Central in the teeth, Springfield Central in the teeth, and you have that big win and kind of announce that you guys are around. Where do you think you guys are as, as a team? Um, you know, I think. I think we're also a, a solid start on the season. You know, I mean, always number one goal in mind every year is to to win the NBC championship. And I think, I think if we keep we keep pushing, we keep grinding, I think that's a, a great great possibility. You know, we just got to keep working hard, and that's always our number one goal in the season. But uh, as a team, I think, you know, I think we're growing each week. We're starting to gel together as a team, you know, week in and week out. Um, Having good practices every week, you know that's that's essential in becoming a good team. And I think slowly but surely, like we're we're growing into that team that we want to be. I mean, we have a lot of corrections to make, obviously, and a lot to improve on. But I mean, every week we just gotta keep getting better and better, and it'll all start to come together. Bill, last thoughts here. Well, I'm, go ahead, Hector. Sorry, Mark. Just thinking about this one real quick because I see. You know, next week's game against Andover is a Saturday game. Do you feel like you're getting a little bit not robbed, but uh, is it disappointing to not play Friday nights? Or do you, are you you guys okay with it? Uh, you know, as as the high school football player, you think of Friday night lights and quotes. Um, mm-hmm. How you how you adjusting to that? Do you feel like you're being cheated a little bit, or are you I okay mean, with this? Yeah, I mean, so, I mean we're I mean we have to get used to it. I mean, like we'll be, like no matter what the day is like. 
football is still football in the end. Like, we used to go out there and play our game. But, um, I mean, Friday Night Lights, there's no, there's no better feeling than that. I mean, we definitely, as players, we we want those Friday Night Lights. We miss them. And we're all just hoping for that first frost to hit and start playing night <laughs> night games again. Um, I mean, I, I definitely miss the Friday Night Lights, and I want them to come back as soon as possible. Bill, last thoughts here? No, I, I just, I really appreciate Mark's honest answer. I, I, I think that he's spot on. Once the once the whistle blows and the first kickoff goes, I think these kids are really rising to the occasion, Hector and Tim and Mark. But I really think that our, our local news media are dropping the ball on supporting these, these football teams that have been playing Friday nights. And for, how do we not have a big story to... Uh, or each of the high school teams to say, come on down Saturday, it's free, and and encourage these bigger crowds because the games have been great, but the atmosphere just is not what it's been on Fridays, and it's it's really disappointing, and there would be a really strong story in encouraging the community to come out and support these teams across the Merrimack Valley. The numbers are just down, and it's 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 kind of disappointing. So, Mark, I appreciate your honest answer, and I, I get it. Once the, once the, the game starts... You better be ready because you're playing against top competitions throughout the Valley, but we really need some, some fans to get out and watch these games. Definitely. I agree with that 100%. Hey, Mark, before we let you go, uh, we've, got the, we've got the MVP vote this week. Uh, yeah, your, uh, your, your, your teammate Pereira was, was in the mix and, and, and won first week. Uh, uh, Nick's, Nick Donatio is in the vote this week. You want to... Uh, do any campaigning here? Uh, definitely. Will. I mean, Nick Tenario, come on now. I'm what needs to be said. I already cast my vote for him, but I mean, he's a stud. He he's he's all over the field, 24/7. I mean, if you're at the games, he's hard to miss. So I mean, you know, go out there for Nick Tenario. I mean, he, he deserves it. He really one of the hardest working kids that we have on the team. It's not the hardest working kid. So I mean, he deserves all the accolades that come his way, but. I know that's not really what's on He doesn't really care if he wins that. I mean, the team is his number one priority. I know that. But, I mean, that would just be another another great thing for him to to accomplish. All right, Mark. Uh, Mark Cass is from, uh, from Central Catholic. Um, huge win this week. Uh, huge game ahead of you. Really appreciate you coming on uh, again with us. And, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll be uh, root, rooting you guys on. And, uh um, best of luck next week, and uh, uh, we'll uh, we'll be watching. All right, thank you guys very much. It's always a pleasure talking to you guys. Thanks, Thanks Mark. Good job. All right, so that's Mark Cassis, uh, guys. You know, you got you were talking Saturdays. Uh, pretty pretty impressed with the honest answer there. Yeah, well, like I said, Bill. Uh, I, w- I wanted to preface the question by telling him when I asked him about Saturdays that he could not answer with, it is what it is, because you figure that's coach speak, and uh, it-, it has to hurt a little bit to these guys, though, that this this Saturday thing, because Friday nights are so big. No, Hector, I agree. I wanted to cut you both off and tell him, just be a teenager and answer honestly. And, and I'll be honest, I have a question for you guys. We all know the pecking order of this trio, and, and I'm just a local dad yahoo, and, and you guys, Hector, you were at the Patriots game last week, Tim, Yankees, you've been all over the country. Up, That's a lot of sucking up. How, how much of an impact 
regionally does Bill Belichick and the Patriots and the Patriot way have on our youth of the area? I mean, we're talking about Wiggins winning the Super Bowl ring. Well, who in the Patriots hasn't won a Super Bowl ring in the last 20 years that whatever town they live in, they're going to have a Super Bowl champion ring attached to them. But seriously, going back to the high school kids, they all sound so scripted. Oh, my God, yeah. it's uh, And it's good when you get one that, that kind of – leaves the script and goes outside the box. Uh, he tried. I think Bach tried a little bit there. Um, that's a, It's such a big point to them that this Friday night thing, you could see it. Um, but, again, like I say, I've heard do your job so many times on the sideline in the last two years, and it doesn't matter where the sideline is. Good coaching staffs, bad coaching staffs, good teams, bad teams, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Wherever I am, I'm tired of do your job, yeah. okay? Everybody's going to do their job. When, when, if we when, just do our job offensively, yep, I've heard it, I know. When when, when we first saw those NFL, you know, the, 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 uh, the season-ending uh, videos and, you know, the, the, their name, do your job, it was like, that was awesome. But now, no, no more. Uh-oh, uh-oh, fumble, Sorry, fumble. You're right, Hector. <laughs> That's a good you save, tell, brother. That was a good save. You can tell we hit a nerve with Hector, man. He gets riled up. With <laughs> he's angry, boys. He's angry, and he is not going to take it anymore. Hector, I think you said it perfectly, though. Good coaches, bad coaches. The difference is you got to teach the kids how to do their job first. And I think that's the difference when you're saying lock them up defensively. All right, coach, how do I do that when I'm playing against a kid like Brendan Ty, who can run, catch, jump, and is as smart as a whip? I did get a chance to talk to him yesterday. And, and same thing, though, it was very, you know, hey, good to see you, sir. You know, I really appreciate the, the congratulations. Him and my son had a little a little 15-yard personal foul thing at the uh, during the game yesterday. And it was, I know it wasn't on purpose. It was just, you know, last two minutes. It just, and that part of it, I'd love to see good young men. His parents are great. His family is great. But, man, when they're talking in front of the mic, you know, Coleman last week was like, oh, and I had an interception. And I kind of cringe, and I'm like, no, he should say that. He's 18 years old, and he just played a hell of a football game. Be a kid. Don't worry about the business. Don't worry about the Patriots, and have a little fun. Don't do bulletin board, but talk a little bit about how you did today. Cassis, with... go ahead. That 50-yard thing, they say that's genetic, so I put that one, <laughs> put that one here, obviously. Uh, Tim, he sounds like a guy who uh, didn't sell enough hot dogs on Saturdays and really wants those Friday nights back where oh, you can put I mean, I mean, the concessions the are hurt and the gates hurt. And, I mean, I, yeah, I think you nailed it, Hector. I think you nailed it. All right, uh, great job out of Mark Cassis. Hey, great job out of Leslie Theodore, too. I mean, that, that was a soft-spoken kid, but, uh, you know, gave the shout-out to Lowell. So great job by, by those guys. All right, we'll take a break. What? Last point for Leslie, though. One of the things that answer Hector's question, Leslie brought up last year in how they never quit and they won a few games within the last minute. That's a dangerous team. When they have faith and trust that regardless of how much time is left, we have a chance to still win the game, that's going to bode well down the road for Methuen if they have that much faith in themselves, the coaching staff, and their QB to know no matter how much time is left, we have a chance to win. I feel like Molly Kiram on 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 you know first take trying t- trying to round up Stephen A and 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 Max or 
We all like to talk. <laughs> all right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk uh, Tewksbury, uh, BC High, big win, big win for the Redmen. We'll also talk Andover Lawrence, and we'll bring uh, back. We'll bring onto the line Josh Baby Ramos. We'll do all of that after the break here on MVC Gridiron Weekly, presented by the Vland DeFusco Insurance. Hey, I want to tell you about Jen Hamilton, the realtor for Keller Williams Realty. She's licensed in Massachusetts and New Hampshire, and she's a big supporter of all things local, especially youth sports. She's a big backer for Central Catholic and Methuen Athletics, but she's a household name around the Merrimack Valley. Hey, the, the autumn market is in full swing. If you are thinking of selling, now is the time. Inventory is an all-time low, making this a seller's market. In a seller's market, there's a greater chance for a bidding war on your home. So put Jen Hamilton's 33-plus years of experience to work for you today by calling for a free, no-obligation market analysis of your home. Call Jen at 508-954-7941. A huge supporter of youth athletics. Listen... She, her record speaks for itself. She's one of the top sellers in the region for, for Keller Williams Realty. Hamilton is a house-sold word. Call her at 508-954-7941. All right, I want to tell you about uh, Davila and Fusco Insurance, our uh, presenting sponsor here on MVC Gridiron Weekly. It's a dream to own your own business, and Val and Susan DeVille have made that a reality since February 2013. They started with just two insurance carriers, but now right in place insurance for Progressive, Safeco, Pilgrim, Plymouth Rock, and Mapfray, just to name a few. You need auto insurance, renters, commercial, or home insurance? DeVille and Fusco prides itself in having lifelong roots in the Merrimack Valley. Put their experience to work for you. Visit them in person at 225 Broadway in Methuen or call 978-241-7950 for a free quote and visit them anytime at DavilaDefusco.com. Big shout out to the folks at AFC Urgent Care, Lisa Williams and her team over there. AFC Urgent Care, the right care right now. You'll never need an appointment. Got that persistent cough and cold, that cut that needs a few stitching, or need a sports physical and don't want to wait weeks to get into your primary doctor? AFC's streamlined approach helps you be seen quickly and feel better fast. In Methuen, in the Merrimack Street Medical Professionals Building, 380R Merrimack Street, in North Andover as well, in the Burton Grill Plaza, 8 to 8 Monday to Friday, 8 to 5 Saturday and Sunday. Go to afcurgentcare.com for more details. Back here on MVC Gridiron Weekly, presented by Davila DeFusco Insurance. Hey, huge shout out to our sponsors, Davila DeFusco, AFC Urgent Care, Jen Hamilton, uh, Re Realtor. Listen, huge thank you to them. You want to get involved, email me at tim at loopweekly.com. Uh, and we listen, we'll get you on the show. Make comments wherever you're watching this show. Uh, we'll find them, and we will get you involved. It's the best bargain, and you're supporting youth sports, local journalism. It's a good thing for you and your business, so support us. All right. Uh, we're talking Tewksbury. We're talking BC High here, guys. Uh, Shane Edward goes off for the Redmen, and, and, and another big win for Tewksbury. 
Hector, what's your thoughts? When are you going to realize he's pretty good? And stop he's all right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, seriously, though, uh, have we found a defense that can kind of wrangle him in yet? I don't think so yet. I mean, he's been uh, he's been a dictator out there on the field, just dictating what Tuxbury does offensively. Uh, Bill, you saw him firsthand. What did Methuen do to slow him down, or, or how did they try and take him away? Obviously, Tommy knows the situation pretty well over there. I, I just, you know, he, he's as good as it gets in this league right now. He is, he is, and, and I think the thing they did was had multiple people on him, and his uh, touchdown kick return was don't kick him the ball at all. <laughs> they kicked him the ball, and he scored a touchdown on the return. Yep. So you're 100% right. You have to have at least two people on him at all times, and that's whether he's running the ball, he's catching the ball, or he's throwing the ball. And I think that's what you know Lowell did with Brendan Ty, and I think Alwood is, is, is the same. He is just a multi-tool player. Well, how big is he? He's on the smaller side. Okay, so he's like a buck, about a buck seventy, right? Somewhere yeah, around. yeah, that's the big difference between him and Ty. Ty is just a much bigger, much bigger kid, much thicker. Where Alwood is on the smaller side, but he does not play small at all. Um, and we've also we've also got Kelu Olu's play, play running running up here. His 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 touchdown. It's another weapon for the Redmen. So so the, you know, it's not just Alwood now. No, I got you. So, uh, in terms of the Redmen, uh, a huge effort from from their their O line played an outstanding game, led by Anthony Capello, Michael Woodford, Robert Kimtis, Anthony DeSisto, Dylan Chandler, and Owen Gilligan at at tight end. Um, and then a, a, a great effort. They were they were down four, similar to the to the to the Methuen Lowell game, down fourteen six at halftime. Rallied in the second half, and the defense came up huge, led by Patrick Fleming, Nolan Timmons, Matthew Roseman, and Stephen Arsenault. So next week, uh, a, a, a you know decision maker in terms of in terms of the, the league um, crossover game North End over Tewksbury. I mean, uh, just a, a big a, a big uh, a big game in terms of in terms of uh, the elite in in the conference. So uh, Andover Lawrence, let's let's switch gears. Talk Andover Lawrence, uh, a, a big game again for the Golden Warriors. Josh Ramos, four touchdowns, three TD runs, one TD catch. Michael Slayton with another pick six. Um, guys, what stood out for me just as I'm kind of watching the flow of this game, they, 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 they're interchanging quarterbacks now. Harrington wasn't hurt. They just brought in Scott, Scott Brown, the freshman, and Scotty Brown goes for t- two TD passes and a, and a TD run in the game. So, uh, you know, I was saying it earlier. This, this Andover team's got some weapons. They've got some interchangeable parts here that, that are explosive. I, I'm I'm a little confused by that. Was Harrington injured or banged no. up? I mean, he's a he's a sophomore who had a heck of a year last year. What would be the Hector? What would be the reasoning for that? What's the what's the inside scoop there? I don't have an inside, but it's just overly ta- you know abundance of talent, abundance of weapons. Like like Tim mentioned, you know you know Bill. Uh, this is a group. That- you guys know EJ Perry. Is this is this has this ever been in the game plan in terms of interchanging quarterbacks for him? I have never seen that before. No, to be honest with you, Tim. I mean, I, I get that for running back or wide receiver, but to bring in a, a younger quarterback, a freshman who's not been tested. I mean, I get it. 
I, I, I was going to say you're playing Lawrence, but Lawrence put up 28 on them, and they're they're no joke. That just is that that to me. I want to I want to find out a little bit more. And about Bill, why no, there would... was no injury. That was made clear. That was made clear on Twitter and 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 just following up with folks after the game, talking to folks. There there was no injury, uh, and Harrington came back in the game and finished it. So so there was there, it was it was just. It, it was just trying to get this guy experience. I think it was just trying to throw the Lancers off a little bit. Maybe they, they're not expecting this kid. He's a freshman. It's and it, again, like you guys said, not something that that Perry does. And and uh, you know, uh, it could be like Belichick masterclass stuff here. You know. Well, uh, I'm not going to go that far. Yet, but... <laughs> Thank you for rating it back in. Yes. Uh, oh, look. I think we all saw what Harrington brings to the table. There's a, a gobs of potential there. You know, we saw that last year in little bursts. But, again, this is a team with multiple weapons. Tim, honestly, my focus here is on, as I, and I know you say, that, Billy, you say they gave up 28 points. Is it me or is Andover playing a little defense this year, though? You know, Tim oh, mentioned the, the Slayton kid. Andover has been soft defensively for since pre-Perry. Okay, I'm going back years. Let's be honest. They haven't had great defensive teams. Uh, and, and, you know, I go all, thinking of going all the way back to Coach Collins. Um, they were always offense first, and the defense kind of wavered um, for a long time. I, I think back to a night where Bill Ricker put up like 400 yards of offense on him, running basically quarterback sneak up the middle all, all night. And um I really this think this Slayton kid is setting the tone for the team, Hector. He really is. I mean, when you watch him and you and you watch him in person, you watch him on the huddle film, he is everywhere, but yet he is like he's a spy on the quarterback and he's he's if you he's got incredible athleticism. If you throw a ball across the middle, he he I've seen him make some plays here where he's twisting his body going up high. And it's it's it's. I think it's setting the tone for the whole team in terms of the work ethic. Look, if they play defense, look out. Yeah. That's all. That that's basically the point I'm making. I mean, I watched this team when uh, young EJ went down to BC High, and they and this was when BC High was really good. You know, they just couldn't stop them, but they could score with them, and they've always been able to score with teams. The the, the separator is they haven't been able to get stops. If they get stops. Look out for Andover. All right, so we talked defense. Let's bring in the offensive star for for the Golden Warriors so far. Let's punch up Josh uh, Ramos on the line here. And on the line with us here on MVC Gridiron Weekly, uh, the running back from the Andover Golden Warriors, Josh Ramos. Josh, Tim Wood here on MVC Gridiron Weekly. Really appreciate you joining us here on uh, on the show. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So you know, we we we're playing phone tag. Uh, we 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 got your uh, we, we got your uh, your your fellow teammate uh, Michael Slayton on the show last week, and and you called right be- behind him. I was like, we're gonna get you, we're gonna get you on next week, and I was I was hoping for for big things, um, so that so that we didn't uh, you know. We we didn't we didn't screw with your with with your mojo there in terms of, in terms of when we had you on the show and man did you deliver <laughs> you guys you guys uh, you guys dominated uh, you put up uh, uh, you put up a huge game against Lawrence um, yeah. 
tell me in terms of uh, just w- your thoughts on um, on that victory. Uh, we knew what we could do, and we just went out there and executed. We just fought and tried to get the win. What what is this like for you in terms of just the, this run? I mean, you six six hundred nineteen yards, eleven touchdowns. You're averaging seven point six seven point six yards uh, per rush. I mean, what has this start been like? You uh, been like for you? It was amazing. Just working so hard in the summer. Uh, get where I'm at right now. It just feels so good to produce those type of numbers. In terms of in terms of where you guys you guys are at, um, I mean the team just seems to be meshing. Uh, you've got so many weapons. You've got so uh, you've got so many playmakers. Um, tell tell me about where where you feel the team's at at this point. Uh, I think that we have a high ceiling. Uh, our coaches said it before, but we're good right now. But I think we can get a lot lot better. Uh, that's that's a scary thought for the rest of the MVC, my friend. Because I mean, you've got you've got guys. It's it's like next next guy up for you guys. You guys have weapons all over the place. I mean, Victor Herring, Harrington's been a beast, and then you've you've got you've got this freshman quarterback Scott Brown that steps in and yeah. and just just had a monster game for you guys yesterday. Uh huh. First varsity touchdown last game. Yeah. I mean, did, did uh, what was it like for you? You've had you've had that experience. What was it like just just seeing a, 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 another teammate of yours ex- experience that getting their first touchdown? I love it. I just love watching my uh, teammates succeed, especially a freshman like Scotty. It feels so good because I know big things are ahead of them. Yeah, I mean, you you guys just you guys have interchangeable parts here and and don't miss a beat um tell me a little bit about uh about michael slayton we had him on the show last week and and uh, i mean he just uh i mean another interception return touchdown this week um tell me a little bit about what it's like watching watching him uh put in the work and and how he delivers in the games michael slayton is a beast (laughs) Played offense and defense, he will crush you. Uh, best linebacker in the MVC, get a monster. You've been having these monster games. We're talking to Josh Ramos here on MVC Gridiron Weekly. Uh, Josh with four touchdowns again in the 52-28 win over over Lawrence. Um, Josh, in terms of um, where you're at in um, in your career. You, uh, I mean, you, you were off to a huge start last year, and then you had you had an injury uh, in 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 the fourth game of the season um, against yeah. Methuen. Um, t- tell tell um, tell us a little bit in terms of um, having to sit out, having to sit out and and go through that recovery, and then and then what what it's been like getting back on the field. Uh. It was tough having to sit out. The comeback feels twice as good, you know. It was so good just being back and being able to play football again. So we've 
we've punched up some some highlights from 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 last week's game. Um, just fr- from Bill Ricca, it just really kind of highlights a lot of the different things that you've been doing on the on the football field. Um, yeah. Where did you, where did you learn this this style and this 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 slashing and 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 just the the, the comfort to to hit that hole and explode? I'd say just playing football in Lawrence, you know, with bigger kids, Paul Warner. You always playing against bigger kids. Always kind of had to kind of kind of show show yourself as as worth, worthy to be on the field, huh? Yeah, I was always undersized as a kid, so. Do you feel do you feel like that that the the your size um uh gives you gives you an advantage almost in terms of in terms of you being able to see behind your your, your lineman but them not always being having have having an eye on you? Yeah, I definitely do. It's definitely harder for defenders to bring me down to catch me. Um in ter- in terms of, um, t- tell us just about how how it was your your first week back and and getting back on the field and and um, y- y- you you said that it was uh, the um, uh, seven on sevens. Yeah. What was that? I mean, was there any nervousness in terms of in terms of um, you know taking that first hit, making that first cut? No, I wouldn't say there was a lot of nervousness, just a lot of excitement. Uh, I mean, it's I, I got to imagine just just putting in all that work to come back and 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 knowing knowing the talent you have and knowing what you can deliver for your teammates and boy, I mean, have you have you delivered? Um, just a monster monster season so far. Tell us a little. T- okay, so so um, Michael, uh, he he. He got us straight on on the spelling. Tell us where the BB comes from. Oh, it's just a nickname that my parents gave me when I was born. They're from the Dominican Republic, and it, parents say just give their kids nickname like BB. My sister is Beba, and my brother was Bebel. Nice. That, that's a mouthful. <laughs> it's like a, a tongue twister. Um, does that have any specific meaning, or just just uh, um, just like a baby boy? Yep, and it's B I B I, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My- Michael set us straight on that. He said it had been spelt in the in 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 the in the papers as uh, maybe B E B E or something. In terms of um, you mentioned you mentioned your family. Um, your your dad uh, Jose played for Lawrence. Um, you, you've got a you've you've got a, a rich history of 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 uh, football in your family. Um, yeah. Tell us a little bit in terms of just you know kind of having that uh, having that in 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 your blood and and uh, how you got into the game. Uh, I feel like it's definitely in my blood. Everyone in my family just loves football so much. Like I love football so much. It's just I don't know. What is it about football that 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 gets gets the gets the blood rushing? I'd say breaking those big runs uh, just feels special to me. You've, I mean, when you see that much, when 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 you uh, when you make the right read behind your lineman and, and and you see that much daylight ahead of you, it's gotta 
it's it's got to be something that that few people can experience. <laughs> yeah, it's undescribable. Tell us a little bit in terms of the in terms of your linemen. Um, give some shout outs to the linemen. Oh, I got some amazing linemen. Uh, we got AJ Heike, Will Mears, uh, Tristan Onbeck, Ben Etner, and who am I missing? Wow, I'm having a brain fart right now. It's 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 early Sunday morning. It's early, yeah. We're, we're gonna, get, we're gonna give you a break and. and and your teammate, your teammate will give you will give you a pass. I'm sure. If, if <laughs> uh, you might owe him lunch or something, but <laughs> um, you guys have. Um, I mean, you know, there's there's no breaks in in the MVC schedule, and and you guys have a, a big game coming up here, um, a statement game. Well, and, the and last lineman was Denaldi Moreno. There you go. I fi- I figured. Give you a second. You'll 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 get it. All right. All right, you, redemption right there, absolutely. Um, t- tell tell us a little bit in terms of um, the uh, next week's game and and uh, you know the the you know the the rivalry game here with with Central Catholic. Only thing that's been on my mind recently: Central, Central, Central. Really? Yeah. I mean, is is that just been kind of you know? It, whether you're in Lawrence, whether you're in Andover, is that is that just kind of the 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 the, the gold standard and the, the the you know the 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 pinnacle moment that 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 you look forward to? Yes, I think so. You can't look past anybody, obviously, right? But I mean, you know, now now they're they're actually on on the schedule. You you can you can admit to to thinking about them a little bit more, right? Yeah. <laughs> um. What uh, what specifically in terms of Central Catholic? What what what's got you? Uh, what's had you thinking about it so much? Well, there's always been a huge rivalry there, Andover versus, versus Central. So I just want to be one of those special teams that just go out there and dominate Central. I just want to be a class that is just remembered forever. Well, you're you're on your way, my friend. Uh, just just an incredible season here, and just just an absolute joy to to you know you can tell um, you can tell when certain players just just have this joy about playing the game, and 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 uh, it it when it comes through when it, you know when when the results come through, that's just that's just uh, that's just gravy. So um, your senior. You've got, uh, you know, you've got, you got uh, next year looming. Um, looking to play football in college. Yes. Look and and had had some had some interest thus far. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, any any anywhere that you wanna that you wanna shout out to? Have you have you taken any visits yet, or or is that still that's still ahead of you? No, it's still ahead of me. Okay, understood. Well, uh, tell you, I I just uh, if uh, I, huddles a huddles a phenomenal tool for 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 get, getting the word out out about you, and and we'll certainly do our part. But uh, I mean, you're doing your part <laughs> just by the 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 effort you're putting forth. And congratulations on the results so far. Um, we just we can't wait to see what's next with with Central Catholic and just the rest of the season here. We'll be we'll be watching. All right, now listen, listen. You, 
got to give some you got to give some motivation to to uh, to to uh, to the Andover fans and, and to your to your faithful here. Um, you know, we we had you on the MVP vote last last week, and it was it you you had you had the numbers, but the the end result was a little thin in terms of getting out the vote. Um, what do you want to say? You're 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 on you're on it again this week. Obviously, you're you're one of the four this week. What do you want to say in terms of getting out the vote? Oh man. I, I like it. Uh, you know, you 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 kind of kind of humble, and and you know, it's uh, let 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 your actions do your, do the talking on the field, right? Numbers don't lie. There, you, there it is. All right, excellent, excellent. Um, Josh, uh, huge thank you for coming on, get getting up so early, and and, and talking with us here on MVC Gridiron Weekly, and and we'll uh, we'll talk to you down the road here. So that's Josh Ramos, and a huge thank you for joining us. Uh, J- Josh called last week. Uh, you know, Slayton called first, and then and Ramos was ready to go. And it was like, let's get you on next week. We're hoping, you know, figuring he's going to put up big numbers. But I mean, and he and he, he's not disappointed. Six hundred nineteen yards, eleven touchdowns, averaging seven point six carries and listen you, you don't want to inflate the kid's ego but I mean some of these plays the Bill Ricca plays especially it was like watching a Barry Sanders in terms of the, the moves he was making Bill you the, the injury came last year against Methuen you saw this kid uh, up close and personal what, what do you make of him no, he, he was definitely a disappointing loss for them last year. You hate to see any kid get hurt, but someone with his caliber of talent last year, it, it definitely had a huge impact on the game as, as Methuen pulled that one out in the last 30 seconds. Uh, but to see him come back and come back this well, Josh Ramos to me is a kid that other kids around the Merrimack Valley probably watch his highlight film and root for him just like basketball players back in the day probably had Michael Jordan's picture on their wall. This is a kid that I know that the league has a ton of respect for because you're right, he just makes some fantastic runs and he is he's one of the more athletic kids in the whole conference. Hector, I was trying to get him I was trying to get him to promote himself in terms of in terms of the, the MVP vote and he finally right at the end says says numbers don't lie <laughs> and they really don't. Too humble, first of all. Yep. Definitely too humble. But yeah, look, uh, an explosive player that one you have to watch. But again, he's one of a handful of weapons there, Tim. Don't yeah. let's not fool ourselves. Uh, heck of a player. Love him. Love love his game. But I don't know. If, I'm, I don't know if uh, you didn't want to blow him up. I called him Barry Sanders. Um, so I, I'm not sure we want to push it a little further than that. But the comparisons to Barry Sanders, Tim. The the, pl- the play against Bill Ricca, Hector, and and I mean the. The, the one play where I mean he he was like it, he was buried in 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 the pile and then all of a sudden he emerges makes two cuts and goes for 80 yards it was it was it was, it was special anyway all right that's a great before job by go, my man, before we go my man famous Seamus with the 32 yard field yes. in that game got to talk famous. about the kickers absolutely yeah. thank you for getting that in there Seamus yeah. big kick well right. done by you, sir. All right. Uh, we'll take- and then one other note: we got Lawrence traveling all the way to Dennis Yarmouth. 
Yeah. That's kind of a, a strange little game. My brother's a, a policeman out in Yarmouth, and he's going to be scouting that game for me and, and checking it out. But so that's kind of an odd matchup. Oh, indeed, indeed. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back after the break. Uh, we will talk Drakeit Chelmsford and uh, the the uh, other games of the day. We'll bring Kyle Silva into the discussion as well. Uh, great interview. Not going to want to miss. Come on back with us here on MVC Gridiron Weekly, presented by the Villain de Fusco Insurance. Big shout-out to the folks at AFC Urgent Care, Lisa Williams and her team over there. AFC Urgent Care, the right care right now. You'll never need an appointment. Got that persistent cough and cold, that cut that needs a few stitching, or need a sports physical and don't want to wait weeks to get into your primary doctor? AFC's streamlined approach helps you be seen quickly and feel better fast. In Methuen, in the Merrimack Street Medical Professionals Building, 380R Merrimack Street, in North Andover as well, in the Burton Grill Plaza, 8 to 8 Monday to Friday, 8 to 5 Saturday and Sunday. Go to afcurgentcare.com for more details. Hey, I want to tell you about Jen Hamilton, the realtor for... Keller Williams Realty. She's licensed in Massachusetts and New Hampshire, and she's a big supporter of all things local, especially youth sports. She's a big backer for Central Catholic and Methuen Athletics, but she's a household name around the Merrimack Valley. Hey, the, the autumn market is in full swing. If you are thinking of selling, now is the time. Inventory is an all-time low, making this a seller's market. In a seller's market, there's a greater chance for a bidding war on your home. So put Jen Hamilton's 33-plus years of experience to work for you today by calling for a free, no-obligation market analysis of your home. Call Jen at 508-954-7941. A huge supporter of youth athletics. Listen... She, her record speaks for itself. She's one of the top sellers in the region for, for Keller Williams Realty. Hamilton is a house-sold word. Call her at 508-954-7941. All right, I want to tell you about uh, Davila and Fusco Insurance, our uh, presenting sponsor here on MVC Gridiron Weekly. It's a dream to own your own business, and Val and Susan DeVille have made that a reality since February 2013. They started with just two insurance carriers, but now right-in-place insurance for Progressive, Safeco, Pilgrim, Plymouth Rock, and Mapfray, just to name a few. You need auto insurance, renters, commercial, or home insurance? DeVille and Fusco prides itself in having lifelong roots in the Merrimack Valley. Put their experience to work for you. Visit them in person at 225 Broadway in Methuen or call 978-241-7950 for a free quote and visit them anytime at DaviladeFusco.com. Back here on MVC Gridiron Weekly, the week three edition brought to you by Davila DeFusco Insurance, Tim Wood, Bill Bryant, Hector Longo and you, Hector, with the nice quaff. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Shout out to the barber, Hector. High and tight, baby. High and tight. No, no shout out to the no, barber. No shout out to the – you want to advertise, we'll, we'll shout you out. I love it. Well played. Well played. Hector's barber is the Flovey. The Flovey, yeah. <laughs> he hooked it on the vacuum and 
did it high in touch. I can respect the I can respect the 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 you know the two the the uh, the, the two blade and and shave. I mean that that's 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 how I used to do it. Well done. All right, I'll sit. Okay, so uh, let's talk Haverhill Westford. Um, you know, a- another disappointing loss for Haverhill. I- I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's where. Where what to say with this team, guys? Yeah, this was a, a surprising loss. Uh, from you know, Westford has not had a had a good few seasons, and this is a big game that I thought Westford uh, Haverhill would have got off the schneid and, and put a W. So to see a 17-point loss might might mean some kids are giving up, which is unfortunate. Turnovers, you know, they, they really hurt the Hillies in, in this one. And you know how it is with these offenses. You get that kind of uh, avalanche type effect. Bad things happen and a couple of bad things pulled to get, put together, especially in the, you know, the third quarter. And that was that, you know. And uh, another tough one for the Hillies, you know. You know we do we we, we do want to talk positives and Aiden Alvarado team best ten tackles, uh, Brady Scaffis, uh 13, 13 yard touchdown pass to Jaden Johnson on a four yard TD run, uh, Jabari Baptiste a team high ninety rushing yards four yard TD run and uh, uh, Tayshawn McGee team best eighty five receiving yards for the Hillies but zero uh, four Methuen next week. Uh, I mean, is is that enough to get up for in terms of rising the talent here, Hector? Well, you have the the league starting now, so that that's something they'll focus on. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they they show Methuen a little something different, you know, coming up this week to try and mix things up, change things. But uh, again, it's a uh, you know tough stretch for the Hillies, 0 three, and you know staring at that gauntlet of you know with Methuen, Lawrence, and Ova Central firing at you and those. You know, three quick, four quick ones. All right, so let's... yeah, no, Haverhill Methuen always play tough. They're going to definitely show up. This is going to be a brand new week for Haverhill, and and uh, Methuen better not take them lightly, even though they're zero and four. Let's mm. let's talk Bill Rick. Zero and three, fellas. Zero and three. Zero and three. All right, all right, we got we. Okay, so Bill Ricca, Bill Ricca, uh, Bishop Fian guys, thirty-one to five. Bill Ricca, nice a nice rebound win for the Indians. Uh, Nolan Houlihan, 14-18, 302 passing yards, three, D pa- three TD passes, including an 83-yarder and a 95-yarder. Colby Cyrus, 220 receiving yards, three TDs, uh, 32, 95, and 38. Um, and then a 55-yard interception return deep in the end zone, stopped the drive, and then returned it to the 50. Uh, Sean Rana, a 42 uh, your kicker here guy, your kicker here Hector, 42 yard field goal, three PAT conversions, and Jason Paganis, a four yard TD run for Bill Ricca's final score. Bill, the Indians scored the final 24 points of this game. No, it's really good to see Holahan. Not too many high school kids have over 300 yards passing. I know he did that once or twice last year, and it's good to see they were having a hoping to have a big season for them. And and you know their their meat of their orders coming up as well as far as their conference. But it's good to see Barreca back on Colby Cyrus and Holahan hooking up for for that many yards is is impressive. And uh, it's good to see them put a nice solid win up and and hopefully get things going. I know their line has struggled early on this. 
season. We got a couple of the the, the touchdown passes here, Bill, um, that provided provided to us. So we're you know we're watching the the ninety five yarder, I think, and and you know listen, Hulihan and then Hulihan throws a a really nice deep ball as well, um, and and you know, that's on display here in 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 the next clip. You know, it's 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 been a little bit of a mystery. You know, I was Andover Bill Ricca, um he didn't look himself. Hulahan did not look himself at all, and and this game was definitely a return to form. No, definitely not. When 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 your when your um, the line struggles a little bit, they get some pressure. It's really hard to hit those deep balls when you don't have a lot of time. And I think that's been their weapon of choice has been getting him in the deep drop and and firing away up and over the safety or over the DB. And when when the defensive was getting pressure, I don't think he was having the time to let that ball sling the way he was last year and obviously against Bishop Fian. I mean, Hector, you mentioned it in terms of Haverhill. One of the things that's definitely been hurting Bill Ricca is is the turnovers. And it, it almost feels like if when if and when they get that straight like they did in this game, they, they've got the talent, they've got the chemistry with a lot of a lot of veteran talent on this team. This was going to be the year. Yeah, look, shout out to the uh, Indians bullpen after they gave it the five runs, they shut it down and. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, uh, look, uh, he's a legit quarterback who's who got it done last year from week one. And, uh, you know, you don't want to stare at Nolan Julian across the line at him and go, wait a minute, he gets rolling, so you got to attack him, put pressure on him, you know, and, and that's that's what happened with Andover. They get, they get on him a little bit. Uh, if he has time, he he can hurt you. And, and give him space, he makes plays. So it's uh, that's what I look at when you approach Baruch, they're going to try and pressure, you, pressure them. So next game on the, on the docket here for us, uh, Drake it. We mentioned them earlier in the show. They moved to three and zero under new head coach Jordan Murphy. A thirty-two fourteen win over Chelmsford. They were down fourteen twelve in the second quarter, before scoring twenty unanswered points. Uh, J.C. Santiago two hundred and ten pass yards, TD pass, TD run. Patrick O'Toole a thirty-two yard TD pass, a catch, a forty yard uh, catch, part of the the Mitty's uh, third TD drive. Matt Annis a thirty-two yard catch on fourth and one that led to the Mitty's second touchdown. Liam Gillette for uh, Chelmsford a twenty yard TD run that gave the Lions their their fourteen and twelve lead. But uh, Bill, these uh, these Mitty's. You know, Santiago's uh, the real deal. They got a couple kids here in O'Toole and, and Annis that, that didn't play football and, and, and coming back to the program, uh, they're formidable. Yeah, no, when you have a coach that's a, a Drake guy jumping into the high school, getting kids that Annis is a lacrosse player, basketball player, hey, let's go. We need you on the football team. He's a big, big, strong kid. So it's good to see that you have a coach now that's getting kids in the high school. Come out and play football. And it's good to see them back. I think Hector said it before. Anytime you see an MVC team that's been down a little bit, which they haven't been, but to stay up year after year has been has been uh, exciting. I, I think the key here is it was 14-12 at the half. It just shows Chelmsford is fighting to stay in the mix here. They want to be relevant again. They want their program to be up. And it sounds like they had a similar game where turnovers in the second half, uh, a punt miscue led to a touchdown, then another touchdown. All of a sudden, it's a little bit of a blowout. 
but you're talking 14-12 in, in the second quarter. Yeah, we're, we're watching the the, four, the the fumble recovery here. Perfectly timed comment there, Bill. The fumble recovery, um, a, a key turnover for the Lions. But, you know, uh, O'Toole, as we mentioned, as, as we punch up this play, O'Toole, uh, a, a great deep deep ball pass to O'Toole. Um, he he's been he's been a uh, surprise weapon for them on the on the deep pass on 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 the sideline routes. He's uh, he's really impressed. And uh, the one the one guy we didn't even mention, Kyle Silva, the guy, the kid hasn't played offense since since sophomore year. Comes in to replace uh, Lucas Abarguin, who's got a a, a, a shoulder sprain. Um, Coach Murphy says he'll be back next week, but this week it was Silva who had to step up, and and he came up he came up big for the, for the middies. Um, Hector, how do we gauge in terms of how, where where they can fit into the mix? Well, I think big key here. You mentioned the two guys coming back. Mid-sized high schools, multi-sport kids are huge to the football program. There's no getting around it. You know, this is not. Um, a Pinkerton Academy with 4,000 kids or a Brockton High or a big school like that, you need the multi-sport kids. You're not going to succeed without them. And I, I think give football coaches around here credit. Lately, there's been a kind of a little bit of a resurgence in getting those kids. Now, part of it is the pinball aspect of the game. We're playing wide open and fast, and it's athletic and fun football. This is not grind them up, beat yourself up football. Um, but if Drake gets these kids out, all of a sudden, you know, is an explosive kid. He just is. Oh, yeah. So um, you add weapons around them, and all of a sudden, you know, we saw it with North Andover for, for the last couple of years. The multi-threats, all of a sudden you're stretching defense from sideline to sideline. And to think about it, they lost a kid like Jacob Rivers who's yeah. now putting up touchdowns in Lowell. So when a small program like Drake loses one of their top three players, you think, okay, that's going to hurt. Boom, there they are. They're 3-0, you know, um, you know, moving into next week. Uh, uh. Back here, played offense. Since on your credit, lately there's been a kind of a little bit of a And to think about it, they lost a kid like Jacob Rivers, who's yeah. now putting up touchdowns in Lowell. So when a small program like Drake loses one of their top three players, you think, okay, that's going to hurt. Boom, there they are. They're 3-0, you know, um, you know, moving into next week, a uh, uh, huge game against Barica. Three turnovers for the Lions in that, in that game. Three fumbles, as, as, you, as you mentioned, guys, and uh, 310 total yards for the middies. Uh, I, part of this was the – I just – I'm amazed, and it's, it's, it's changed the way we do the show. Um, the huddle highlights. Some of these schools get these game recaps – where they're sport, they're literally sports center highlights with 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 graphics with 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 the the ISO on, on the players. It's 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 revolutionizing just in terms of in in terms of week to week um, f- film analysis and recruiting for the colleges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway, these kids don't have go ahead. these kids get seen. These kids just get seen. It's, it's uh, and they're be- they're better at posting the video than most of us. So. It's good stuff. You guys may. Yep, go ahead, Bill. Just to backtrack, I I know we talked about Haverhill being 0-3. Just so remember, we had the staggered start this year. 
So week one was actually for some of the teams was early September. So we do have several teams that are have, have already played four games. So the Hillies, are unfortunately, are 0-4. Remember their first game was Everett in week one? Yes. Yep. So, I'm sorry for, sorry for scolding the two of you. I apologize. No problem. That's all right. I just, I'm, all, I'm, a, I'm a stats factual guy. You know, I just like to keep it real. Like the Tony Reale of, of the show. Well, well done. So uh, we were talking the two-sport two guys. We 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 got the we got the uh, the surprise hero. Um, thanks to Coach Murphy for for for, for getting him for us. Uh, let's let's talk to Kyle Silva, a uh, football guy, a lacrosse guy, and uh, one of the stars of this win. And on the phone with us, uh, the victorious Drakeit Middies, the uh, the three and O Middies, uh, another big win for Drakeit this time over Chelmsford, and we're, we're lucky, lucky enough to have on the line with us Kyle Silva, uh, running back and uh, and cornerback uh, for the, the Drake at Middies. Kyle, how are you, Tim Wood, MVC, uh, Gridiron Weekly? How are you today? Good, how are you? Fantastic. So uh, really excited to have you on the show. Uh, another, another big win for the Middies. Um, in terms of... Uh, you guys, you guys were trailing second quarter to, to Chelmsford. Tell me, in terms of just the team's attitude and and what you guys uh, were feeling in in terms of making that comeback. Um, I think we, I think we just like have a mentality of just zero. It's still zero zero at halftime. We're just thinking that to ourselves in our head. Just zero 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 zero. The game isn't over. I think it was just that type of mentality, to be honest with you, to have a step up in the second half of the game. Now, uh, the, uh, the 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 regular running back uh, Lucas Abarguin, um he he was out with a with a, a shoulder sprain this week, and um, we uh, we we hear he's he's on the road to recovery. But you stepped you, you normally play uh, play mostly defense. You stepped in at running back and just had a monster day. I mean. What what did that feel like for you to, to to you know step into that role and and deliver for your team? Um, I would have to give credit to Lucas and the O line. Really, Lucas helps me out every single day. Um, I don't like he's like I said. Uh, I haven't played offense since sophomore year, and JC JC helps help me out during it. He just. They just they're just supporting, really. I think it's just the support that helped me help me um do good that game just mentally, you know what I mean? Absolutely. But, so we're 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 punching up your um punching up your, your, your touchdown run. What what did that feel like? I mean, normally you try you you know you're trying to defend that, and now now you've got you've got the first first touchdown since is that the first touchdown of of your varsity career? Um, that was, no, it was my second last year versus Chumsford. Uh, I stripped a kid for a touchdown. Okay. But, um, that was my second touchdown. Yeah, um, it felt awesome to be honest. Um, no other feeling, just getting back in the end zone. And that's you know that was that was a that was a clutch t- touchdown for you guys too. You guys were down at that point, right? Yeah. Um, big credit to a deal, really, and the O line. They they played hard. They didn't stop. A deal 
he had a huge block on that run just to help me that little extra push but really huge credit to Owen. We're talking to Kyle Silva from uh, the Drake at Middies here on uh, MVC Gridiron Weekly. Uh, the, the the Middies with a, a, a big win over Chelmsford, uh, a uh, 32-14 win. Tell me a little bit in terms of your quarterback, J.C. Santiago. Santiago, you mentioned him before, but uh, I mean he's he's providing a ton of leadership for you guys thus far. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, JC, he goes to practice, works very, very hard every single day. Um, helps me a lot. Um, even though he's not a captain, he's still a leader, and um, he's just a great kid. You know, he's great football IQ. Helps out everyone who ever needs help, just remembering stuff or anything. He's there. Now you guys made a a great playoff run last year, um, and and really shocked uh, shocked some of the, the the Massachusetts football world. Um, in terms of where you guys are at this year under under new new head coach um, Jordan Jordan Murphy, um, how was it making that transition to the new coach and and. Uh, I mean, the the record says it's working out. I mean, in terms of just in terms of how how you as the players see it, how's how's it working out so far with the new coach? Um, I think he's working out great. Uh, Jordan, Coach Murphy is a very good guy. You know, he's he's you can just tell he's there for the players. Um, very chill. He's he's very straightforward type of guy, type of coach. You know, he um. And, like, just the whole coaching staff, um, Porter coming from LC, um, it's just everything is just working together. They all work together as coaches, and that's particularly why we're 3-0, and really, start coaching. You guys have um, – you've, you've been playing football since since eighth grade. i got to imagine a lot of you guys have been playing together straight up through, yes? Uh yeah, we had a few guys um, come back this year from freshman football. Uh, Kyle Cox, um, Matt Annis, Patty O'Toole. Yeah, um, I, and the last two names you mentioned there came up huge. Matt Annis with the 32-yard catch on fourth and one that led to the to one of the middies touchdowns, and then Patrick O'Toole. 32-yard touchdown catch and a 40-yard catch part of the Middies' third touchdown drive. I mean, talk about just those two additions. Yeah. Um, Patty O'Toole, he, every day, works hard. Um, every day of practice, he just works hard. Very hard worker. Um, he's just so – I think he's one of the fastest kids in the MVC off the line. To be honest, he's very hard to cover. But he's just a great athlete. Matt Annis, big body. You know, he can play really he can he's our tight end. Just throw him up to a fade, he'll catch it. You know, he's just a very they're both very good players. I mean, Chelmsford is definitely uh, rebounding and, and got the, got their first win last week. 
um, how did the coach keep you guys grounded in terms of not not reading not reading your own press or not uh, not getting too too big headed being two and zero and he- heading into this game? Um, I think it was just come out first quarter, beat them up, and just think in the second half of the game, just the game isn't over yet. The game isn't over yet. It was just have to keep on pushing, keep on pushing. I think we just emphasized that really. Well, the the end result was certainly there. Uh, twenty twenty unanswered points after being down fourteen twelve in the in in the second quarter. Kyle, you uh, so you you also you also play lacrosse. Um, tell me in terms of just your um, football versus lacrosse. Although it seems like a lot of it's a it's a good crossover sport for a lot of football players. Oh yeah, for sure. Um. Oh, I love lacrosse. Um, I think I think it's a very crossover. I think it's a very good sport. Um, I think it just helps. Like, um, most of the guys that play lacrosse play. Some of them play football. We're trying to get some people to play um, that play football to play lacrosse. But you know, a little bit at a time. Get 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 them out right. Yeah. So, in terms of um, your uh, your career, uh, was that was that the biggest individual moment for you in terms of uh, in terms of your career for Drake at so far? Uh, I think so. Um, I think that will first. That was my um, first game playing. Run, we'll get in reps at, var, at oh at offense, but I I don't know. It just felt like just I don't know. <laughs> how much how much uh, reps did you get during the week? Was it pretty much known that, that you were going to be the guy, or did it, did that kind of come down later in the week? Uh, me and um, Carter, we just we switched off reps during the week. Um, he's a he's a big help to me, and. Um, just like telling me the plays, just like helping me out, like during practice, like my steps and everything. Big shout out to him. Absolutely, I mean, you guys, uh, you guys cer- certainly uh, worked in tandem, and and you worked well with Santiago. The whole offense for for that first time being out there um, <laughs> since sophomore. Uh, you certainly certainly delivered. Tell tell me a little bit in terms of you guys got Bill Ricca next week. Um, have, what's that rivalry like? Have you have you guys started uh, breaking things down yet? Um, yeah, we 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 just got film on them. I've been watching a little bit, but we're we're gonna start breaking down probably Monday. Nice. All right. So you 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 said you're you know when when you're not playing sports, you're talking sports. Are you? Uh, who's your NFL team? Oh, of course the Patriots. Hey, I gotta ask. You know, I, I gotta ask. It's it's uh, it's it's a given, but I've had some folks say uh, the Seahawks or something. So <laughs> you just never know. You want to put a you want to put a prediction on want to put a prediction on record with the Bills game. Don't want to jinx it. <laughs> yeah, nah, I don't want to jinx it. Awesome. Hey, 
Kyle, uh, great job. Congratulations on a huge, uh, a huge day, a huge win for the team, and a and a a, a great uh, individual moment f- for you. And I wish you the the best of success here for the rest of the season. We really appreciate you joining us here on on NBC Gridiron Weekly. Oh, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Uh, ha- have a great weekend. Go Patriots, and 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 good luck next week against Bill Rucka. Thank you. All right, so a huge thank you to Kyle Silva, uh, just a, an outstanding kid. That was his first ever interview, uh, you know, because he, he hasn't really been uh, one of the guys you talk about. He, one of the he's one of those guys that that isn't on the stat sheet. That's always been the unsung hero. Pretty cool guys that this this kid you know hasn't played an offensive snap since sophomore year. As the senior steps in for a Bargwin and delivers huge. Well, Tim, I mean, uh, it's about time you started paying attention to the guys who play a little defense. Right. As you're going for the, the Barry Sanders types out there all the time. It's good for you, Tim. It's, we, we appreciate the epiphany that you're having. This has, this been a, this is, yeah, it has been an epiphany this year. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying it. It really it's – been, it, it's been fun to – some points are being put up, okay, but there's been some really impressive defensive performances. Uh, so this, this kid – Defensive star becomes the offensive star for a game. Uh, just, just a good story, Bill. No, it definitely is. In a small school like Drake, to have a kid that athletic to not play both sides of the ball, I think, is uncommon. But to be able to step up and and, and do your job. Oh, oh, Hector. <laughs> do your job. Job too. We need it. We need it. We need a jar. We need a jar, a dollar for every do your job. I get to go on the field and go, not make a tackle and go. Sorry, that's not my job. My job. Coach, do your job. <laughs> no, but what a what a huge day yeah. for a senior. I mean, for some of these kids, this is this is kind of it for football after this. So to get his first interview, to get a big win like that over Chelmsford, that that's fantastic. Those are the one, those are the fun ones for me, guys. I just when, when you got a kid who who probably never expect to to get the call. You know, I, I've kind of been having fun when we set up these interviews. You know, we're trying, we're trying. We have Skype available. I thought by now we would be able to get one of these guys on Skype. I'm trying to get the. I I, I didn't think the coaches were going to buy it, but I'm trying to get the players and. You know, I'm, I'm trying to sell him on the D on Sanders. You know, you, you what if if you ball, you get the call, and I, just no Skype on yet, all audio. Tim, I I talked to the people at Skype, and they said there's no way that my head could fit in a four by four. <laughs> they said they shut us off. So that was that. We've we, we've used up all the bandwidth. <laughs> you're not too for you. You stretched it to to no end with the three of us. So um, no way they can go for that was they they shut it down right there. So nothing we can do on that one. Nice. All right, we are nearing the end of this edition. We will come back. We will talk. Uh, we'll talk stars of the week. We'll give out our game balls, a little preview of the, of the honor roll, and then we'll uh, we'll talk uh, the MVP candidates next week's schedule. Little little look ahead. Uh, all that in uh, the, the final segment of this week's show, MVP, uh, MVC, Grid Iron Weekly, presented by Davila and Davusco Insurance. All right, I want to tell you about uh, Davila and Davusco Insurance, our uh, presenting sponsor here on MVC Grid Iron Weekly. 
It's a dream to own your own business, and Val and Susan DeVille have made that a reality since February 2013. They started with just two insurance carriers, but now right-in-place insurance for Progressive, Safeco, Pilgrim, Plymouth Rock, and Mapfray, just to name a few. You need auto insurance, renters, commercial, or home insurance? DeVille and DeFusco prides itself in having lifelong roots in the Merrimack Valley. Put their experience to work for you. Visit them in person at 225 Broadway in Methuen or call 978-241-7950 for a free quote and visit them anytime at davilladefusco.com. Hey, I want to tell you about Jen Hamilton, the realtor for Keller Williams Realty. She's licensed in Massachusetts and New Hampshire, and she's a big supporter of all things local, especially youth sports. She's a big backer for Central Catholic and Methuen Athletics, but she's a household name around the Merrimack Valley. Hey, the, the autumn market is in full swing. If you are thinking of selling, now is the time. Inventory is an all-time low, making this a seller's market. In a seller's market, there's a greater chance for a bidding war on your home, so put Jen Hamilton's 33 plus years of experience to work for you today by calling for a free, no obligation market analysis of your home. Call Jen at 508 954 7941. A huge supporter of youth athletics. Listen, she, her record speaks for itself. She's one of the top sellers in the region for, for Keller Williams Realty. Hamilton is a house-sold word. Call her at 508-954-7941. Big shout-out to the folks at AFC Urgent Care, Lisa Williams and her team over there. AFC Urgent Care, the right care right now. You'll never need an appointment. Got that persistent cough and cold, that cut that needs a few stitching, or need a sports physical and don't want to wait weeks to get into your primary doctor? AFC's streamlined approach helps you be seen quickly and feel better fast. In Methuen, in the Merrimack Street Medical Professionals Building, 380R Merrimack Street, in North Andover as well, in the Burton Grill Plaza, 8 to 8 Monday to Friday, 8 to 5 Saturday and Sunday. Go to afcurgentcare.com for more details. Down the home stretch on MVC Gridiron Weekly, presented by Davila and DeFusco Insurance, Tim Wood, Bill Bryant, Hector Longo. All right, so we're, we're talking honor roll, we're talking game balls. Uh, no, normally here, we, we, we're gonna, we, we read out uh, all of our honor roll guys. What we're doing now, we're going to put it up on the web. We've been putting it up on the web on Mondays. That's what we'll do. Uh, you know, a little, a little video there of, of all of our honor roll, um, all the guys beyond the, the MVP vote that had great weeks. But, guys, let's, let's talk about uh, our four MVP candidates this week. Uh, for, first guy, we mentioned him, uh, Shane Aylward for, for, for Tewksbury. Yeah, no, kid, both sides of the ball just is impressive, impressive kid. And it's good to see him have such a, a, a breakout offensively. Almost 200 yards total offense is, uh, is impressive. Hector, in terms of just the, the, the family, the, the coach-son relationship, I, I think that's probably what, what impresses me most, most about the kid is just uh, the humility, but at the same time the tenacity that, that just that, that's kind of the uh, – 
in in the DNA there. Yeah, like at some point is that is that you know I don't want to call it the kryptonite or what you know like the Edwards have shown no weakness on the football field, honest to God. And I and I I, I don't mean to sound like that as because I, I like BA as much as anybody does. They just don't show any weakness, honest to God. Uh, week in and week out, has Shane played a bad game in, in the two years or year plus we've done this thing yet? Is no. he's, he's turned in a, a, a dud? No, he hasn't. He's so consistent. Um, and that's a Tuxbury trait. That's not just the Edward trait. Uh, but the consistency, the, I think the consistency level is probably something I'd focus on most with him. Just week in and week out, sees the. He's the top defender each week and delivers week in, week out. You our, know? our second candidate, Colby Cyrus. Uh, we, we've mentioned him in the honor roll so far, but, I mean, he, he has he has a, a career game, 220 receiving yards, um, three TD catches, uh, a 55-yard interception return to, to stop uh, a, a Bishop Fian drive, Bill. Uh, you know, just a, a huge day from Cyrus. No, absolutely. And and when you're looking at the receiving yards, you know, when you see the videos, it's it's Nolan Houlihan throwing the ball up over the defender, Kobe's catching it in stride and running. And then you're like, oh, okay, so that's you know, that's kinda easy when you got a really good quarterback. But when you're talking a fifty five yard touchdown uh, interception return, there is no play. This is a kid picking the ball off and just using his other ability to run down the field and score, which shows he's just a stud. In that situation, Hector, when when you you're five yards deep in in the end zone, it, I mean, is that a play where you where as the coach you kind of like um, go, yeah, uh, take a knee, pretty good there, you know, but don't do that next time. <laughs> Again, I, forty years ago, it would be a benchable offense. Now, all of a sudden, with highlight reels and, and everything. Kids are doing it because they're doing it at the top levels of the game. Yeah. So um, that's one of those things, too, with uh, the fourth down, knock it down. No way. I'm going to intercept it and bring it back. Are you kidding? So uh, knock it down has changed a little bit back, you know, since back in the day a little bit. But, yeah, no. All the power to it. Hashtag uncoverable. 220 receiving yards, three TDs, an interception return. I mean, God. Big stuff right there. Oh my! I mean, Hector just went 2013 on us with the hashtag. Yeah, I feel well, like I was listening to a, to a Charlie Dare commercial there. He's catching up. Yeah, <laughs> used to be stuck in the 80s. Are you kidding? <laughs> uh, so it, it, there's a Col- Colby Cyrus, third candidate of the week, uh, a, a return customer for us that we interviewed him, uh, Josh Ramos. Uh, just, just a monster game once again. A monster season being put together so far for Andover. Uh, I mean, do you, do you want to campaign for him all here to get him over the five percent, Bill? Boy, Tim, you really pick up on these. You really pick up on these campaigns. Was it D'Souza last year that Tim was not going to stop until he won one of these things? A week now, I guess he's on the Josh Ramos campaign. I, I guess, am. I'm on. Guess, I'm on the bandwagon. I, I, I like me some. B, I like me some BB. Let's look at it this way, though, Tim. The first week we had a total of 377 votes. Week two we had 531 total votes. Already this morning, after posting at 8:30 this morning, we're over 200 votes. So 
I, I think at the end of the day, the, the, the voters are coming out. They're starting to catch on. They're starting to participate. I think Shane Elward is, is, is definitely deserving this week for me. The kid, both sides of the ball, is just a stud. That does not bode well for Tim's candidate, I don't think, big numbers. We've, we've gone to the, um, the political advisors, and they said that a, a smaller number of, of votes would have stayed well for Tim's can, better for Tim's candidate here. So I mean, he's down in the primary, okay? We, we got the pri- he's, he's, he's down in the primary. He's got some work to do before the general election ends on Tuesday. So, so uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll keep working it. All right, Nick Donatio, 104 yards uh, receiving. You know— uh, so Pereira won first week. Um, this game didn't really have a, 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 a huge, a huge monster stat line, but uh, I mean, you know, Donatio's just uh, both sides of the ball and and really, really uh, delivered huge for the Raiders in this game. Look, it was an emotional win, and he's an emotional player, and sometimes numbers don't always tell. But they needed every bit of all those 104 and the four catchers out of him and, and what he brought to the, brought to the, to the to the game for them. So uh, again, this is the uh, non-stat. He doesn't have the 600 homers, but he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame guy. This is it. So uh, interesting vote with Donatio here, and I know uh, Bill will chime in now with his anti. I mean, his is. Um, Whoa, whoa, whoa! Bias from the Rathulin from the Rathulin. Region, but uh, you know, heck of a week for him. Care to respond, Bill? No, tons of respect for for all those Central kids. They're so <laughs> deep. They're so deep. <laughs> no, there's some. You know, you got kids like Chicarelli, Wiggins. They they are deep, but Denario is no joke. That kid has been he has been uh, putting up huge huge plays, huge numbers for Central for for a few years now, and and not surprising. And, and this is the last we're going to hear of him, um, especially with Mercurio and Hebert going down like that, which is unfortunate. Nate, yeah. another Methuen kid who is just a great kid from a great family, and it it, it definitely hurt my heart this morning hearing that Nate Nate was uh that was hurt. I don't know JJ very well. But I do know him as far as a football player, and anytime you see a kid like that going down, it's tough, uh, uh, tough to see. Yeah, we said. Alward is consistent. You know, I would say consistent is the one thing that strikes me about him. Donatio is, is big plays at big times. His timing is is everything. Kind of comes up with the big plays at, at the absolute time is his team needs them. Great point. So we've got the uh, we've got the week two winner up on the screen right now. Uh, f- a familiar uh, familiar name, Connor Bryant, 145 passing, 187 yards rushing, four TDs. I think he finished with over. Uh, let me see. I think he finished with over 50 percent of the vote. So the Rangers definitely got out the vote for him. Um, so congratulations to Connor. Uh, you know, a yeoman comparatively, I guess, a yeoman effort from from him this week. But uh, listen, vote, okay? Uh, like Bill said, we're off to a really good start in, ter- in terms of the vote. You can vote at, at on on Twitter at MVC Gridiron Week. Uh, voting will continue till late Tuesday night. So uh, you know, you, you've got you've got Tewksbury, who always seems to get out the vote. Uh, you've got uh, Bill Ricca, who who has been sneaky in terms of getting out the vote uh, when when we've had their players up. 
uh, Ramos. I guess, you know, I'm not even going to campaign for Ramos. I'm just going to challenge <laughs> the Andover crowd to get out the vote. I mean, 5, is, 5% for a guy, if a guy with, with these kind of numbers. Come on, guys. Tim, I, I, I pledge this. There may be an internet or a bandwidth issue with Andover. I think there needs to be federal estate funding to help them <laughs> increase their, their internet speed. You're going to start a, grass, a grassroots campaign <laughs> for that now, Bill. Yes, yes, I am. I'm call, I, want, I want an independent investigation. I'm calling for an investigation. Yep, you, you nailed it. not have a higher bandwidth. You nailed it. Uh, so get out the vote. You've got, you've got Aylward. You've got Cyrus. You've got Ramos. And the, the Raiders always seem to get out the vote. They made a late rush for Pereira uh, for, for week one. So we'll see, we'll see what Donatio does in the vote. Um, so from what I hear, and we don't want to sway the vote, but I, I heard Aylward's name c- come up a couple times. That's where you guys are leaning. I'm leaning towards Ramos, you know, and we'll, 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 we'll figure it out after the vote. But uh, you guys get out and vote. You're, 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 you're uh, equal part of the vote here. Get out and vote on Twitter, MVC Gridiron Week on Twitter. So punching up the week four schedule here. Another Saturday uh, uh, loaded schedule. Uh, Methuen and, and Haverhill, the, the latest to uh, nail down their time. They'll be playing at 3 p.m. on Saturday. So Friday, guys, Chelmsford at, at Lowell. Uh, any any initial thoughts in, in, in that matchup, Hector? Lowell is hungry, and I think uh, that does not bode well for the Lions. Bill Ricca at Drake. Bill, uh, is 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 this a game where the the Indians have some momentum and can go in there and and do some damage? Forty nine, forty five. Bill pulls it out at the end. Whoa, whoa! He's even going numbers. I love it. That would be called upset right there, right? I would call that an upset pick. I would call that an oh, upset I'm, I'm, pick. Absolutely I'm upset. I'm and, 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 upset. And and honestly, in terms of what these teams can both put up, uh, they can certainly put a put a fifty spot on the board. So that's that's a uh, good job out of you, Bill Bryant. Saturday's games, uh, I would say, it's, it's kind of A and B here. Uh, North Andover at Tewksbury. That that for me is kind of your premier game of the week. That's two p.m. Hector, uh, w- w- what do you what are you thinking there? Uh, look, North, North Andover's had like three tests in a row here. Uh, this is another big one for them. Uh, you know, again, have they stepped up their game a little bit and have they brought it? Tewksbury is the ultimate proving ground. Saturday afternoon at Tewksbury, uh, an interesting. Dynamic there all the time on the turf there. SAT Saturday. It's a proving game for North Andover, I think. I think we know what Tewksbury is. We've seen what Tewksbury is. I think we need to we need to see what North Andover is all about here. Good point on the SAT. Now, like, how does that play in? in turn? I mean, are, are these guys essentially ru- taking the SATs and, and rushing over to the game? Yeah. They'll show up later than most of their teammates for the 2 o'clock games anyways. Yeah, okay. Central Catholic at Andover, Bill. Uh, you know, this is kind of – Ramos said it in his interview. He, he's had this game circled. Lot, you know, Andover – everybody has the Central Catholic game circled, but um, Andover's, Andover's hungry. Yeah, no, I, I think that's the, that's the beauty of the MVC. Every week you have 
multiple matchups. I mean, Barica Tewksbury, I'm sorry, Drikit Barica has been a, a matchup for multiple years. You have Tewksbury and um, Tewksbury North Andover. That that to me is a game of the week. I I love the Friday Saturday because you can get catch two games. But you know, Andover Central is going to be is going to be very interesting as far as you know showing where both teams fit in the MVC. Yeah, I think I'm going to go to Bill Ricca Drake at Friday night, and then uh, you know we'll have we'll, we'll have a, probably dual coverage. I got to look at, at at our soccer games here, but uh, I, I would if if I had to pick a game to go to, I would I would probably go North End over at Tewksbury. So, uh, and then you got Lawrence at Dennis Yarmouth. As Bill mentioned, a weird weird matchup there in terms of the road trip, and then uh, Methuen at Haverhill, as as we mentioned earlier. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what the Hillies can can put up. This is a this is a rivalry game, and uh, it was a very emotional scene last year um, after a, a tragic accident, and and uh, I think the game kind of healed both communities a little bit. Um, some great sportsmanship out out of that, and uh, we'll we'll see what comes out of of this game. So that's that's your lineup for next week. Uh, guys, final thoughts as as we uh, put put the bow on uh, on you know official week three of of the MVC. Hector, you first. Uh, now it matters, right? Everything goes to the league schedule. Now every week matters in the in in, in a higher regard, not just playoffs, but for the league. And I think this is where it gets really cool. Bill, final thoughts. Yeah, no, I just I love the matchups each week. I think just trying to pick a game of the week has been difficult because you've got two or three games that are just wow. This is like a you know end of the season playoff game, and and you know the other thing is just the MIAA and listening to you know the twelve minute quarters and the ten minute. I want to stay focused on kids, but some of these decisions and some of the things that are going on and the the triple E virus pushing games on Friday and seeing some of the these referring crews that have been put in a tough spot to change all of these rules and, and not really have the time to prepare to know what they're doing has been a struggle. It's been it's been kind of a a, a side disappointment to watch some of these people being put in spots where they just don't know the rules because they haven't really had the experience. Uh, final thoughts for me. Go ahead, go ahead, Hector. How can he complain about the refs already? Methuen still hasn't lost yet. No, I'm talking about the refs being put in a the refs being put in a situation by the MIAA. Well, that's true too. Without 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 giving them time to prepare, these got right. these poor guys. I mean, you you, you learn a set of rules, you, you've been living by them forever, and now here here's a whole book of of new rules that just don't they're not adding up. Gotcha. Final thoughts for me. I it's just an exciting week. Uh, I was excited. I was glad to see uh, some some guys get 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 back in gear in terms of Hulahan with with Bill Ricca. Uh, the you know, Andover continues to intrigue me. Uh, Methuen, you know, they got they got to get past Haverhill. The the central you know central Catholic it looms, uh, and and. Uh, it's going to, I mean, they're in a different situation this year, Bill, uh, in terms of they got past Tewksbury. Um, they're, they're riding at the top of the league. Um, they're, they're playing, they're playing uh, as the undefeated knock-me-off-the-mountain guy now. Uh, and, but it, none of it's going to matter until, until they can show, uh, show, show they can get over Central Catholic. 
Oh, and, and don't forget, you have Andover before that. Oh, yeah. So I, I don't think anyone is circling any games ahead of the next game. But if you do and you overlook Andover, you're going to have a loss before the Central game without question. No doubt, no doubt. Hey, great week, gentlemen. Uh, all kidding aside, Hector, it's, it's great to have you back. It's great to – It's yeah, I miss the hair. I mean, you have amazing hair. So it's – you know, we'll grow a little bit each week. We'll get it, we'll get it back to – you know, play in shape by the end of the season, but uh, you know it is good. You know, it's good to see your eyes again. So, if we survive the ratings hike this week, uh, the ratings drop this week from last week's hike, we'll be okay. Fair enough. Hey Tim, thanks for picking up the tab at El Diner this morning for breakfast. I appreciate. You got that. it. The, blu- the blueberry, blueberry cornbread, always good, always good. <laughs> All right, we'll end it there for Bill Bryant for Hector Longo. Uh, I mean, it, it cast uh, you, you know, Tom Tom Ryan, Le- Leslie Theodore, uh, Josh Ramos, Kyle Silva, uh, Mark Cassis. Huge thank you to all the video contributors. Keep sending your videos in. Uh, you can you can send it. You direct message us on on Twitter at MVC Gridiron Week. Um, You'll see Bill and I uh, get us the video. Get us your video. The more video, the better. And uh, we will uh, we'll be watching the vote. Get out the vote. And uh, we will see you next Sunday. Watch us all week on demand uh, everywhere. Uh, Twitter, at MVC Gridiron Week. Fa- Facebook, at MVC Gridiron Weekly. On YouTube on the Loop Weekly TV channel. And then uh, we're also posting clips on in- Instagram now at, at MVC Grand Iron Weekly. So a little bit of everywhere. Plus, hey, one thing I forgot to mention, uh, the uh, the podcast is, is up and running now. So uh, we're, we're on Podbean at the moment. We're waiting for, uh, we're waiting for the other approvals from uh, from whatchamacallit, from uh, Apple and Spotify and the others, but uh, we, check the link on, on Twitter, on Facebook, and, and you'll, you'll be able to get to the podcast. Listen to us while you're walking the dog. All right. Hey, Tim, check out this great picture of Josh Gordon on Instagram. If you're not following Josh Gordon, you got to follow Josh and check out this uh, great picture that was just taken of him by a, a young and upcoming sports photographer, sports guy. Who would that That's be? That's my son. That's my son. He took that picture. He's doing a great job shooting photos for a couple of media outlets. So good for him. He's awesome. 80,000, 80, almost 81,000 likes right now on that picture. Wow. That's awesome. phenomenal. Look look at look at the look at the the beaming pride. Nice. Well done, Bill. Well well done. <laughs> Not even Father's Day. That's that's awesome to see. Stuff, well, every day is every day is like Daughter's Day, Son's Day. I, I'm being tagged on uh, as Joe. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and and listen, I love uh, we love our daughters, but but you know we we all got sons, and and uh, you know uh, I want to see Son Son's Day too. You know the Daughter's Day was 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 special. It was all over all over social media, but uh, that's that's a special thing for you, Hector. That's really cool. And uh, I mean, keep liking that photo, and and I'm sure we're gonna see see more from from uh, the young man here. Young Longo. Young Longo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Great week. Uh, we will talk to you next week. Uh, another great week. Uh, thanks. Thanks for watching MVC Gridiron Weekly, presented by Davila and Defusco Insurance.
Go Pats.